Hey everyone, welcome back to Dialogue Choices Podcast. How are you all doing today? Wah, wah. Would you like Andrew to introduce having... yourself, Colonel? I am Colonel RPG. I'm Would a very like... short person. <laughs> and my hair is falling off. You're so short that you your example of a tall person was to draw Andrew <laughs> in a jackbox. And he's probably like the fourth tallest person in that in that lobby. He's five foot eleven. That's charitable. I don't, need this, I don't need this kind of harassment. <laughs> yeah, Andrew was have, was being harassed already by his microphone. <laughs> being harassed by most things in my life, but that's Andrew. Uh, I'm Keith. Hello. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you introduce I'm yourself. Sometimes not. I don't know. Yeah. It's podcasts it's are weird. Every podcast could be someone's first podcast. In which case. You've chosen poorly. This one's trash. You chose the worst one. How could you do no, that? No, this one is good. God, this, this one's one is so good. bad. Why are you here? Oh my, oh god, my you, god. You don't even know what we're going to talk about. It's so good. No, I, I actually you... don't know what I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> I've had a plan for a few episodes, but not today. Of course, we always have more questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, I was wrong. Last episode wasn't controversial at all. <laughs> of course it wasn't. Like, it just wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it was fine. There was a lot of thoughtful discussion. A lot of people said it was their favorite podcast of the of the series so far. Yeah, oh, we're, no. just, we're getting things better. Are just, things were just fine. It's like whenever right. people say that, it only goes downhill from there. Yeah, fuck us, right? So, <laughs> well, people also it. said that the previous episode and the previous episode, and it's only gone downhill from there. Of course, they're all different people, probably. Exactly. I'm not, che- I'm not checking. One day they're gonna all come together, and they're gonna find the one penultimate. Penultimate. That's not what that yeah. means. <laughs> sure it does. Well, they'll the never pinnacle? find the one that is the best one, because unless we stop making them, they'll never be the, the best one Penultimate just yet. means second from last. Yeah. Oh, I thought it meant second from uh, no. first. Oops, my bad. So That would be the second. People always Anti-penultimate. Some people, <laughs> there's also the people that get it wrong by thinking it, that it means like last or best without the second part. And they're double wrong. I thought it was second from first, which is... What I mean, you would imagine I, it sort of penultimate. It, it sounds like it would be. What yeah. is pen? Is pen in a English, negative? In English, ultimate means the best. It's it's kind of like the first, except it isn't. It's the last. It means the last. Well, it means both. Ultimate means best and final. Yeah, final. There, that's two final. separate definitions. Like his ultimate fate or his his penultimate fate. <laughs> the book, the book before what? the end of the trilogy. <laughs> yeah, it's the ninth episode. The ninth episode, his penultimate fate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> I would love that if every every book that was going to kill off a character called it, like, the penultimate. Just foreshadow uh, it. Yeah, Here like it the penultimate chapter. Any this is the penultimate now. chapter of uh, of Gandalf's vision. And it's like, what? Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> like, is, is, is the book ending or is he ending? What's happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> Why not both? It's so weird when I they... Mean, when they too heavily advertised that something's going to happen and just spoil the story. Like, I'm a Walking Dead viewer, like, self-hating at this point, but whatever. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> I watch Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, and I'm so trashed that I would be watching uh, Walking Dead World Beyond if it wasn't a fucking subscription service. Wow. Because I, I instead, uh. instead of dealing with, like, AMC Plus or various other pluses, I just buy a season of a show and watch it. And, mm-hmm. and that's just how I watch most shows. Uh, but they're like, no, you, you, can, well. you, can, you can only buy it on AMC+. Plus." If 
by watching AMC, like subscribing to AMC Plus. I'm like, no, well, I'm probably going to watch Star Trek first on NBC, whatever the fuck first if that isn't or is it abc i forget <laughs> all the letters you know it's like, it you know you, you, you i'm in the loop of like you have to subscribe to one thing at a time and watch that show like animaniacs is on hulu i guess yep it's a whole process but uh no but like i've read every walking dead comic and i have them all over here and uh yeah but uh the season the, the walking dead the show has an issue where it's been going on for so fucking long just like how the comic was because like I got I got most of my Walking Dead comics. I got Compendium one, two, and three, which is three fourths of the entire series, in three books. Uh, in the fifteen year anniversary collection, because it was because it was a discount bundle I could get. That was the, that was the reason. But like that was fifteen years of comic already, and like the show's kind of getting up there too. But like the show started com- in twenty ten though. Yeah, but it's uh yeah it's like ten it already, it's already on like ten uh, season ten and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comic. Like in a comic, you just got to keep the creator around, basically. And technically, you don't have to do that. Uh, but the, the often, unless it's a superhero nice. comic, they usually do. A, a lot of a lot of Western comics, they usually keep the the artist and the and the creator around. But sometimes the artist rotates out every like three to five years to a different artists. Sometimes, yeah, uh, if they can't keep them on hand. Uh but like that's that's relatively low difficulty to keep that that train going. But a show is like this massive moving parts thing of like there's a showrunner and like directors for each episode and writers and then the entire main cast. And like everyone has to like be committed to being like stuck with the show for a long time. And so if you have a show like The Walking Dead, we're like, oh, man, yeah, it's doing well. Like in the opening years, you're like, oh, this oh yeah, business is good. And like I'm I'm working. I've got my acting gig. This is good. I'm happy to be on a successful show because that means I'll be doing well. So what's this going to be like a like a Breaking Bad, like five seasons and then it's over. Right. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, God, season 10. Fucking kill me. Literally kill my character. Look on the bright side. (laughs) Look on bright side. At least you're not watching Supernatural. Oh, God. I never (laughs) that never seemed appealing on any level to me. Supernatural was probably the last television series that I watched on television, actual television, like on a television (laughs) set. Uh, the first season ended, and it was right around the time I actually stopped watching television. I did it all on a computer, uh, and I watched like for five seasons, I think, maybe four. I know, I think, <laughs> I, I think, like, because Supernatural, the original sort of narrative, had a very definite ending right around season three or four. That was like a, a very definite ending, uh, and they got to that ending, and they just kept going. Uh, and on the season after, I just noticed eh, these these guys are just gonna farm the farm the the viewers, aren't they? And I just stopped watching. Really, not. That I wasn't having, well, I, I was going to say, seen, not that I wasn't I've having fun. the endless memes of people being very mad at the final season of Supernatural. Well, they, I'm sure they're very mad at all the seasons. that they, The endings are... They're, yes, I've seen videos from channels I watch that just popped up and be like, oh my god, this ship was canon, but for like three seconds, kind of, hmm. and then they sent him to hell. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's just how we, that's, what happens in Supernatural. They always uh, go to hell. That's a real fast of... track of bury your gaze. <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, yeah, uh, Supernatural wait, is, has a series. I love you. Oh, uh, hell. <laughs> Supernatural is yeah. the one where Sounds it's like fa- where it's like fairy tales in real life, right? Uh, it's I not think necessarily so. fairy tales. It's like it's a mixture of Van, Els- Van Elsing with all with the like, super, all the things you call supernatural. 
Yeah, Good. but it's not really focused on on fairy tales. It's it's a lot of vampires, like werewolves, werewolves, and witches, and undead. Yeah, some some ghouls here People and there. People coming to life and dying and coming to life and Felicia's Ghosts. day is in there somewhere. Yeah, and there's demons. There's a lot of demons and angels and and the other things that are. Weird. I've heard of it getting under fire a lot for just kind of really unceremoniously killing off characters constantly. The same characters constantly, mind like you. A, not like, a, not like, like Game of Thrones. Like, a, like apparently Felicia Day was a really beloved character in that show. And then she just got like horribly murdered off camera at some point, And then no. just was gone until like maybe a season ago where they brought them back. But like for a long time, that was the big axe the audience ground about that was that they just killed off this like beloved audience surrogate gay character. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, the... the uh... The the supporting actors just all die in general. Uh, although there's there's a couple that tend not tend to come around, but they also die a lot uh, because they it's like Dragon Ball, you know, it, it, except without the balls. It's it's usually yeah, yeah. But it's basically <laughs> you can only premise. bring them back once unless we decide. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, is it really a dragon? Dragon, <laughs> not, dragon. I mean, but uh, yeah. the reason why I brought up Walking Dead and then gave too much preamble and didn't explain was that uh. Uh, because of this whole this fucking ship of Theseus problem where everyone wants to get off this fucking show. So they have to come up, figure out with like, oh, God, who's going to run the show now? And who's going to who is going to keep going? I gotta keep making money uh, is that season nine from the moment it started every single time. Like it's Rick Grimes, final season. It's like, all right, well, this is a weird way to watch a season of a show. It's just constantly <laughs> being told from the main character is going to be leaving the show every day. It's like, why are you doing this to us? Are you trying to like deaden the blow? Because everyone's going to, I think like, everyone's going to be so mad that Rick is gone that you have to like preemptively foreshadow it constantly over and over again. No, they're it's a, scaring it's a weird the, experience. They're scaring people away, people who are fan of him. They're scaring yeah. them away all in preemptively so that th- there's not this huge like downturn in the graphs r- at the end of the season. So they also point like It's also a fake I mean? out. <laughs> Cuz oh, the no. uh, they they uh they phrase it very specifically. It's Rick Grimes' final season, not Rick Grimes will die. It's not like John dies at the end or anything. Uh mm. so Rick Grimes like is there's like an explosion and he falls off a bridge and everyone thinks he's dead in the entire show and will proceed forward from there on assuming that he is dead but then you see him like being airlifted away in a helicopter off to go on other adventures and there's gonna be a rick grimes movie trilogy so oh, just, no so they're gonna feel they're gonna make three rick, rick grimes movies uh, supposedly but that, so that's but, why they advertised it like that yeah but separate so from the main they're gonna movies. do it separate from the main cast because then he can do it from australia where he lives and not have to be away from his family most of the year every year for like he's been for like the last nine years it's so like that's the yeah. gimmick is like they, we can still bank on rick grimes we just can't keep him with the rest of the cast filming with them all together rick grimes really walking dead is a show Half the reason I watch it is just to keep up with the narrative of like how dumb its show running is. Like it's it's a baffling project that keeps getting weirdly worse in different ways. Like because like uh, we uh, Andrew knows this already, but I haven't said on this specific podcast, and you might not know it yet. But like there's a there's a really dumb thing that happened that was that was funny and ridiculous. But like I, I talk often about how like the one of the coolest things it's about Walking Dead is it skips the zombie apocalypse outbreak and just talks about the Mad Max style society that springs up afterwards and doesn't even show the outbreak. But then they made a mm-hmm. spinoff called Fear the Walking Dead that just shows the outbreak. <laughs> uh, 
But then after that being kind of dumb, at least in that it kind of like contradicts some of the cool stuff about Walking Dead, the Fear the Walking Dead show went on to actually be better than Walking Dead for the few years that it was in its opening years, especially around like season like three or so. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, eh, ratings aren't good enough. Let's murder the show. But they didn't just murder it. They propped up its corpse like a zombie, if if you will, in that. They took multiple characters from Walking Dead, had them, had them leave that show in like emotional scenes like, oh, here we go. Goodbye. I'm leaving Walking Dead and they're, I'm going to go walk off to a different state for some reason in the United States. And then they just sh- and then then open. Oh, so like they'll have like a, a double feature where it's like it's the it's the episode where Morgan leaves The Walking Dead is airing tonight. And then immediately afterwards, it's Morgan on Fear the Walking Dead. And it's like, oh, he's on that show now. Uh mm. Which they had to break the spine of that show to do this because Fear the Walking Dead's timeline didn't even slightly line up with Walking Dead, so they had I to contra- they had to like skip forward like five years and break the story to do I remember, that. I remember you. I think you had like a big spoiler cast about this when it happened. Yeah, it's so uh, fucking because you explained. You but explained they, why you liked the fear of the, the Walking Dead yeah, as well. It sounded really it, interesting. It's just a better show, and the, but the, but then they like fuck the show, and they kill off all of the main characters except for like two of them, and then replace them with all new characters, including the ones from Walking Dead, and it just becomes a different show completely. And they're just like, eh, fuck it. It'll get better ratings if uh, if Morgan's on it. It's like you, you motherfuckers, you motherfucker. Yeah. You could have just made, you could have just canceled that show and made a new show that's a spinoff for your special character that you want to make a spinoff for. But no, you had to specifically do this shit where you like actively ruin a different show by forcing a different is, character into it and making him the main character now. I'm like fuck, fuck you. This all those decisions bullshit. probably come. All those decisions probably come from like higher ups that don't even care. They don't even know the characters. Just like who's the oh, it's all best. cynical. Yeah, it's just somebody just yeah. like pulling strings. And be like oh, this is what we'll do. And it's like, but what about the stories we're working on? Nah. What about good things? Don't you like good things? No, I like money. Shut up. And it was it was a mess because it's uh walking. Fear the Walking Dead was so fast paced and like day to day in its time scale. Like it was mm-hmm. like okay, like 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 this season takes place over only like three days or whatever. Uh, and like characters are dropping like flies and it's really like it's 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 a vicious universe where people don't really do well whereas in walking dead they often like have a a base and like storylines seem to take place over the course of months or years in some cases uh but they had to be like eh fuck it you know that story where everyone dies all the time uh we're just gonna skip forward like five years and mysteriously all the same people are still alive and nothing happened in between and then we're going to but then we're going to kill off all the main characters in like a handful of flashbacks because we need to make Morgan the main character now. It was a it was the most bizarre like Man. like t- like somebody pulled the brakes on the train and there's a loud squealing How noise of, of watching, twisted though? metal uh, perverse curiosity. I'm just like, what is it? I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do with the show now? Yeah, I, I'm not I can't really. They've made some other very strange choices since then where I'm like, what are you doing? What is this? Why are you doing this? You could have done so many other things. You you sound like exactly how I sounded when I was like reading Bleach. I was like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing to me? Did I hurt you? Sometimes you just can't look away and you're like, what are they? What the fuck is happening with the show? You need to learn how to look away, Keith. I I learned how to look away. The comic had its own flaws, but at least it was coherent. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, and I've seen you these problems to, from so early in the show, and I just keep, I just can't, I just, I just have to see what happens next. Like, to, what are they going to fuck up next? You can wait a few years, and then you think, oh, that's right. I used to watch this show that was very long. Let me go and look at the synopsis on Wikipedia. That's what I do. That's what I did, anyway, with the 
the supernatural. Yeah. There's also the the mixed <laughs> problem. This is I'm totally just a supernatural viewer, basically. Uh, Except because because you have dead. the mixed problem where you're like, but I like these three characters and stuff. So you're like weirdly also sticking it out on that level. Like there's still there's some many people other characters that, you that are see. nice as well. I like I like Carol like. and Daryl, and now they're the main characters. So that's kind of an upgrade. <laughs> But that's how they string you along. Norman Reedus I mean, is you... a gem. Don't stop. <laughs> I don't. Least... I don't know. The only Norman Reedus I have seen is from your let's play of uh, that game. Yeah. From he looks exactly the same because he's because he's stuck with his hair for the show. So now when he's casting other things, he looks like Daryl because he can't cut his hair. I'm sure. Your at least I assume marked. I, I at least assume he can't cut his hair because he definitely has short hair in everything before The Walking Dead. And the beginning of The Walking Dead. I don't he know. did well in in uh, what is it called? What is the game called? That's Death Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding. He did well there. I think he was probably the best actor out of all of them. Uh, although the guy that did, uh, <laughs> whenever they let him act or even react to anything or do things, yeah, I was yeah, say, his writing it... was very limited in a lot of and a lot of. Uh, in a lot there, of um there's so many moments scenes. where he just blankly stares at people as they talk for like yeah 10 minutes i think uh, you had a very smart insight i felt i felt uh like almost at the end of the let's play where he said that it seems like half of the cutscenes are written in by one team and then another half is written by the a team oh yeah I think no, there's a there's totally a noticeable thing about certain games where if they just like mass produce a ton of content then a lot of that content will feel like it was like practically just made by the developer, like the developing, like the programmers and whatnot. Like they just like plug in content <laughs> yeah. on the fly. And then like Kojima with this big like director's eye and all this cinematography and cool imagery and so on, like is only going to be there for like five hours of, of, the, of the of the experience. And like the other 45 hours are going to be like run over there and deposit the thing. And the guy goes, blah, blah, blah. Your goal is blah, blah. And then yep. Norman Reedus stares blankly and says nothing because he's not in these <laughs> he's not in these cutscenes even though he's in these cutscenes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's I, rough. If they if they cut it down to just the really evocative cool shit, then the game would be like a fantastic. Well, the story's a mess, but its delivery would have been so much yeah. better. Its pacing is totally fucked. That's like that's further reinforced by the fact that the ending ends so well. Like except for the. It plot issues like they deliver the ending yes. very well but then the, yeah. but then after they deliver the ending very well they deliver it very poorly because <laughs> with that big very <laughs> for seemingly no reason they sit you on a bed on a beach and have you just hang out as a character narrates the epilogue ending at you and also re-explains several things that you mostly already understand after it's over and you're just trapped there listening to the monologue and not even a real cutscene for like 20 minutes it's like kojima please <laughs> you're so good the, like 20 percent of the time just don't just delete that's why else. editing is so important they need yeah. they need a an editor that sh that cuts 80 percent of his writing because <laughs> the 20 percent is good please stay there please kojima. Yeah. and don't <laughs> don't make him blue i know blue is associated with death don't make him blue, because that was the weirdest decision. <laughs> he basically becomes blue at the end. And it looks like it's like a an off-grade... Off like, they didn't even go full on with it, because it's like all black and white, except his gray tones... Uh, it's not black and white, it's gray shade, or gray tones or whatever. But like, his gray tones are a little bit bluish, 
and there's a meaning behind that, but they didn't make him super blue. So that like you're you're left thinking, is he really blue or are my eyes just playing tricks on me? Is my television okay? What's going on? <laughs> Like it's because you could tell that the the game developers were, you know, not not Kojima himself, but you can tell throughout the game that there's there's some there's some friction there, even though it's his studio. But I I don't know maybe I, maybe I'm, I was seeing things. Yeah, it works though. He makes money every time, so don't I, rock the boat. I'm happy that his <laughs> next game is going to be a horror game. Apparently, for two reasons. One. We might just get more follow through on how neat PT was, but also mm-hmm. uh, horror games aren't paced this way. <laughs> like you can't get away with this bullshit. He can't Says do you. The, he can't do, this you to a horror game, surely. Actually, he I can do whatever the hell he wants, Keith, basing, and he will do whatever the hell he wants. The basing of Death Stranding placed on a horror game. I mean, not the moment to moment gameplay, but like in terms of the plot delivery. If it was the same pacing of, I just mean like how the game's forty five hours long. Oh, um, like you can't yeah. do that to a horror game. Yeah, really. you can't. You can't. To some yeah. extent, they tried to do that with uh, Alone in the Dark, <laughs> which Andrew had to suffer through because uh, <laughs> we played the single. We played the the it had Alone in the Dark two thousand eight or whatever has like this linear story. But then it opened much like Last of Us Part Two. It like opens up this one hub area you can navigate like nonlinearly and wander around in. And mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, they like put stuff in there that was mandatory, and you had to kind of like go. You kind of just had to go fuck off and just like complete this open world, this this like micro open world for a few hours, and like be a completionist about it and get a bunch of dumb shit that was just a waste of time nonsense. To then continue the story. <laughs> And so poor Andrew like did like a, a a mega recording between our sessions where he just did all that. So we go back to doing real a uh, real the, the real the content real game. the next time I came <laughs> over because you know it's like I, I I I I that was back when I was driving an hour to his house to record things. So we mm-hmm. didn't want to waste those trips on that shit. <laughs> so I, you just let him do it. Yeah, it was just easier. But God, yeah, man, was all the recording a, stuff was at his house. What a pain in the, the ass! Console and the setup and everything. Yep. It's interesting that it's interesting that you say uh, just like The Last of Us Two. I think The Last of Us Two was really long for uh, for the story. I feel that the story was well written, but they drew out. I don't know if it, like I don't think the scenes were over much. Like there were too many scenes. I think it's the. the I have a weird it's issue. A very long where game. I, like I I felt the length of The Last of Us, and it was part, and it, in part because I played it in like a week, so I also mm-hmm. like played it quickly. Uh, I yeah. felt the length, but also don't want to cut anything from it. Yeah, because that's the I think problem. It's just like, that it is factually long. Yeah, I think it's just it's the I I made a comment at the end of your let's play uh, that said the word storyboarding, and I sort of used it in reference to what I think or I thought rather yeah. uh, movies are made like, and then I went and looked at, into what storyboarding is, and it's it's much more complicated than I thought it was. In a, uh, but in a weird... I think it. it like yeah, without spoil without spoiling what happens in that game it does have like a structural choice that's integral to why it oh, is yeah. the length it is and what's going on with that and i feel like on some level making the game shorter would inevitably kind of deaden that point and reduce what they were going for because they, there was there is kind of a like this part has to be this long and this part also has to be that long for this part to like for like it for it to d- deliver the narrative it's trying to deliver so it's kind of a mixed I think, thing. I don't know, sometimes, sometimes games just are long. <laughs> yeah, 
the, uh, but I, I think there's some parts that could be not cut. Oh, yeah. But, like, I think a significant made... number of people literally have the comment about the game's length when they're like in the middle of the the, the hotel. Like at the oh, middle yeah. of the hotel level, hmm. they're suddenly like, you know, this game's kind of fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like yeah. doesn't. So it might, <laughs> yeah. it might even have to do with the pacing of that specific mission and that I, journey I of, that, of that day more so than the actual game overall. I did feel that there were a few uh, places that were way too long for their own good. The flashbacks I thought should have been shorter. Uh, there's no, like, there's a lot of, sometimes you tell a story and the pacing itself is part of the significance of the story. Like, for example, the uh, one of the flashbacks, no spoilers, but one of the flashbacks goes to, goes to like, this uh, uh, place with animals. And it's a really, really long flashback. Uh, but I think it works because it, there's a lot of things that the you museum? look... The uh, museum? No, the, with dinosaurs. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a, it's you know, a museum. The, it's, I, I thought it was a zoo. Oh, it's a museum. Yeah, dinosaurs aren't real, or they're not alive. <laughs> they're not real. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, no, I, I was thinking of the deer. I was thinking of the deer and the giraffes. Um, but uh, no, but like, yeah, the zoo was the first game. That one works because over the course of the game, you're you're seeing other things, and then you think back to the, uh, you think back to that level. It's such a huge a huge level, and there's things that work re retroactively because it was a big level. If it's a short level, it doesn't stick in your mind as well. But there's other levels that are like the the one in the when they go to a cabin in the woods. There's nothing about that. Like it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing that sets up a character. But like there's nothing that builds on that. So it's like a free. Uh, like a free side uh, side story that is just there and it takes up time away from the rest of the storytelling and it sort of breaks the pacing a little bit where you're like focusing on all these characters especially because of the break in the middle of the game the one that you were alluding to because that break you're like you spend the second half of the game thinking about that the whole second half is you thinking about what happened at the middle yeah point. some of the flashbacks so are, is... are either it's yeah in, in one half of the game the the flashbacks are kind of like filling in the gaps between the two games and the, in the other part of the game, the flashbacks are kind of filling in a character. Yeah. But they're, yeah. but they, they kind of do serve some purpose. Oh yeah. I mean, they work, but I think they, some things could have been sacrificed without sacrificing the overall story. And then you can make expansions like the first one did about the, them breaking the little, like the cars and whatnot. With the with the bricks and uh, the left behind the DLC for the first yeah. game, yeah. which itself it's, could have been a little bit longer because it ne it really needed a longer ending. I felt that the ending of that DLC was was just no. It's it's pretty quick. <laughs> no, it was good. It was a perfectly paced time. It was I fine. I felt <laughs> that it it just it, did, it didn't like it didn't have the guts of the rest of the game, you know. Because the rest of the game, I think the the first well, last what what last feels of weird about something like Left Behind is the same thing that feels weird about. The uh, even going beyond storytelling stuff is like it's like the DLCs for uh, Resident Evil 7. It's like you have this survival mm -hmm. horror system where it's built around a particular pacing and resource acquisition and the acquisition of new tools and so on. Mm -hmm. And then and then also like your careful management of what you have and so on. And like the game having a certain length and a certain amount of threats and things that tax your resources yeah, yeah. and so on. Like there's a certain length of like. Like the minimum is like five hours, but like about 10 hours is like a pretty solid normal duration for a survival horror game to make all those mechanics feel like they're paced correctly and being layered the right way. So when you have like 
the DLC for like like the 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 special edition of Silent Hill Two has one where you play as Maria for like an hour, and then uh, Resident Evil Seven is full oh. of all these little DLCs with their micro campaigns that are all themselves oh. about an hour long, and then yeah, like Left Behind is like two hours long, I think. And they're just like, they're too short for that genre. So all the mechanics even feel wrong, let alone any storytelling that gets done. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, it's like a Metroidvania only being half an hour long. You're like, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) technically, I unlocked new abilities that let me open doors and that I couldn't open before. But like, this is like, this length doesn't feel right for this genre. But when I said longer, I didn't actually mean gameplay. Yeah, you meant narrative. Yeah, I I felt the ending itself, like, it was a little bit predictable. Like in the way it was predictable, it uh, it like you thought. How should I put this? Like, if you're writing an ending, in my opinion, there's ways about there's things about an ending that are predictable, right? Because you know we we all know what stories are. <laughs> well, especially if you're writing a prequel. Oh yeah, of course. Like, huh? Um, this character is not in the other part. I wonder what happens. Oh look, something happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's other parts that are not predictable, and I think if you're writing a, an ending that. Th- just gonna have such a predictable well situation um you really need to pull to make the other things work for you and uh, they like they spend too much time on the thing that we all saw coming and uh yeah i don't know either either the acting didn't carry it for me or maybe just the story didn't i mean didn't definitely really... one of their goals was just to have representation and i don't mean that in, like the cynical way I yeah. mean, like that was they were their deaf that was one of the primary things i mean they it's were, a fundamental aspect of the character yeah, it's one of the primary things they yeah. wanted to establish in that story was having a chance to show a, a part of that character that they just didn't have a reason to talk about in the main game mm-hmm. necessarily. Uh, yeah, and that was setting up for the sequel too. But yeah, and writing prequels is interesting too because like there is that issue of like okay, here's a like there's a dynamic of like certain characters are in the thing that you're prequelizing, so we know what happens to them because their fates were in the original material. So the prequel can't, they can, the prequel can add details to that character, but can't change their fate unless you're just going to snap the continuity in half. Uh, so you have to like add other characters and deal with and have them as a risk. And uh, I don't know. I'm th- I think about prequels a lot lately because I, I was like, I just finished watching uh, two more seasons of better call Saul, which is a prequel to breaking bad. Mm-hmm. And that one specifically, it's like they that the show was conceptualized as being a prequel show for Saul Goodman, a very prominent character from Breaking Bad. That's like this really skeevy lawyer character that's involved in a lot of criminal activities and is kind of like the people that re- people rely on to get themselves out of a bind when they're in legal trouble for stuff they totally did because uh, <laughs> they're all criminal yeah. organizations. And then I think I don't remember if he was in the show originally, but they added Mike, who's also in Breaking Bad. And it's like, okay, we know exactly what happens to Saul and Mike in Breaking Bad. So that limits your scope a little bit. There's you're just developing the first season, they uh, Mike and his friend, I don't remember the name of his friend, they show up like for a cameo, but they, they're not like I don't think they're yeah, main characters. It was brief first at first. Season. Yeah. Like they, these characters are like you, when you add these characters that all you can do is like give texture to their background, but you can't like, aha, m- like we killed Mike in, in Better Call Saul. What does in that a mean? Way, in, in a way, the, like the, the, that limitation makes sometimes or it's some I, I haven't watched the later seasons of uh, Better Call Saul. But in a way, like a lot of those characters sometimes just are necessarily decoration because you can't have character development um because the thing with character development is that if you show if you show your character that shows up in a in a sequel if you show them 
in a different state. Imagine you have a character in in uh, Breaking Bad who is uh, it, like I don't remember the names anymore. It's been a while. Uh, but the cop. Uh, imagine the cop. The guy. He's just Hank. you know he loves his job. Hank. Yeah, he loves his job. He does it. He does it for for. Uh, he has this this high um, opinion of the police and all that. Uh, and imagine you have a prequel where he's just a criminal and just oh <laughs> fuck the police and all that. Uh, and you're like that. You show him like that, but you don't need the character development in the prequel because you already know where he's going to end up. So unless it's something so drastic that you're like, I, I oh, how you could still he ever go? The, I think you still need the character development. In fact, I think by and large, what Better Call Saul accomplishes is that it's it's like the it's like the Star Wars prequels, but good. In that. Mm you know where Saul's going to be and you know he's going to fall and be a way shittier person and he's going to be okay with all these really distressing things uh, because like he, like his first establishing shot in Breaking Bad is that he's so clearly used to like the idea of somebody putting a bag over his head and dragging him out into the yard and so on and like <laughs> yeah. and then he realizes midway through like oh Jesse and Walter, you guys are amateurs. All right, I, let me tell you how to do your job because <laughs> you guys are trash <laughs> at this. Like he was such an interesting character from the first shot. So then, when you introduce Jimmy McGill in, in Better, Better Call Saul season one, and he's not that person in any way except for the part where he totally is still sleep. He still totally is like somebody willing to break rules. Uh, mm -hmm. It's interesting watching someone get there and see like the people that helped them get there and the environment and so on and like how that character arc works and being thoughtful about how a character gets there in the first place, which is the what the show does well. But mm -hmm. the the thing I was driving at, though, is that a really interesting way to add tension to these shows, because like, yes, it's interesting on an academic level and even an emotional level, like to, just to watch people like change as people. You When you know what's going to happen, there's not really necessarily a tension there in the normal yeah. way. But what you do is you surround them with people that you care about that aren't in Breaking Bad. And you're like, oh, no, what happens to these characters? Are they all does he does he drive them all away? Do they die? What's like that's the tension is like there's a you have characters like Nacho and Kim where you're like, ah, these characters were not in Breaking Bad. And like maybe they just never met Walter and Jesse and they're living happy lives just off camera or maybe they're underground <laughs> or I don't <laughs> know like or maybe they had to flee they had to like flee to France under a new name and assume a new identity like who knows what happens to them in the show and that's like the new tension you get as a result when the show increasingly fills its roster with like and now Gus is back and now Hank is back like and you're like okay I know what happens to these characters but what happens to Kim and like it's a uh, <laughs> that's that's like the best prequel I've ever watched. It's so it's so good. It keeps getting and it keeps staying good. It's a great show. I really need to watch it because I started. I watched the beginning of the second season. I watched the first one. Yeah, and then I watched the beginning of the second one. It was getting a little bit too lawyery for me, and I yeah. was like, eh. and it's specifically good. When I say it's a, the best prequel I've watched, I mean specifically in that it also is very much in its DNA a prequel. Because sometimes a prequel is just a story that took place earlier. But mm -hmm. the mechanics of being a prequel and what that means to a narrative are often kind of sidelined and not very important to the prequel itself. It's often just an excuse to tell more story in a universe or with characters that are concluded so you can't keep adding to the end anymore. Uh, a lot of prequels aren't very interested in being prequels. And so it's just like, eh, it's just a, just another movie where we just kind of like, yeah, it ended, but we want to do this more. But specifically, Better Call Saul is like obsessed with how it's a prequel, <laughs> and it's and it does it so well. I don't know what something about like that. Is it 
Gilliam or something? Gillen? Yeah, Gilliam. Uh, Gillum, I believe. Gillum. We'll, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I know it's Gillum. Something. Gillum Vince, Anderson. Vince Gilligan is fucking Vince Gilli- detail-oriented. Whatever, whatever his system is, I want to watch every show he makes now. He has... Uh, Gillian Anderson is is uh, from I know that's a different person altogether. Uh, he has um, he has a, a very long history of uh, producing, uh, and I think he was X Files. He like he made a bunch of X Files. That's why I remember Gillian Anderson because she's from X Files as well. I think I don't remember. I let me see. Is she the main character? Are you talking about uh, from X Files? I don't yeah. know the names very well. She's is one that, of the main characters. There's two. Like this bulk and skull. <laughs> Uh, Scully and something else. Oh. Scully, she's Scully, yeah. She's Scully. I can never remember which one name is which, or even all their names necessarily. And I also can't remember which one's the skeptic and which one's the person that believes everything. Oh, I really, none of them is skeptic. I've watched, I've watched, I've watched very little X Files. I just remember a scene where they're on a bridge, and uh, their their car gets stopped, and the person that stopped them doesn't have a face. <laughs> like that's yeah. the only that's the only image I have of all of X Files as a show. And then I watched like the. I watched the movie that came out like 10 years ago without any of the context of the show from before it. <laughs> I hear that movie was bad. I didn't watch it. I, uh, it's just around. I'm like, oh, X-Files. People talk about that a lot, but I've never... Uh, I watched X-Files back when it... I watched some X-Files back when it was airing. I was a kid at the time. So, like, going back is a little bit of nostalgia, but also discovery. And yeah. uh, it, it, like, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's really, like, really well acted. And I think... Maybe it draws on on shows that already existed, like Twilight Zone, but I yeah. didn't watch Twilight Zone, so I don't, I don't know how that compares. But yeah, I've, Gillen, I've, uh, Vince Gilligan, uh, uh, Gilligan, yeah, um, started off as a creative consultant and then a producer for X Files, and he didn't do much after that. Actually, Lone Gunman and Empad, and also Harsh Reality. Vince Gilligan? You said you mean Gill- Gillian Anderson or whatever. No, no, Gillian Anderson. She she does everything. Whatever you said. No, I'm I'm talking about Vin- the creator of Breaking Bad and, oh. and Better Call Saul. Yeah, I was gonna say he made stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's, makes he's making now. things currently. Uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta get around to my giant sci-fi backlog because I there's there's part of me that desperately wants to have watched uh, every single Star Trek from front to back. And all of uh, Twilight Zone and X Files, but it's just so much. <laughs> it's so much, and it's so easy to put off every time. It's like, okay, I just finished a season of a show. What should I watch next? And it's like, do I really want to click on Picard's face right now? Is this the mess I want to start now, or do I want to watch like another thing in my backlog? There's always something else before I start the giant mega project nightmare. But uh, X Files is not very like. Um like story oriented there's some character development for sure and there's some setup but for the most part it's a monster of the week show um that kind of that kind of uh, structure so you can like look up the most like maybe watch the first season like first few episodes to get yourself acclimatized and then just watch the most well-rated yeah. uh episodes this is why this is why super fans on reddit and stuff have designed like episode compilation where it's like here's the correct episodes to watch to like watch this fast <laughs> like i think andrew yeah, watched doctor who with an episode guide that tells you to watch like half of each season and here's the ones to watch and so on so you can get through yeah. like yeah. The many seasons much faster uh and that's that's tempting too but yeah like uh like they're making a, a star trek picard 
is a thing right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, I want to watch it because Patrick Stewart's John Picard, John Luke Picard is one of my favorite characters like in fiction. And I grew up watching Next Generation and I love it. But I also like haven't watched Next Generation since I was like 13, maybe. And so I kind of want to go back and watch all of Next Generation first. But then I'm like, well, when am I going to get around to my task of wanting to watch all of the original series first? And it's like, okay, do I watch the entire original series and then the entire animated series and then uh, watch uh, all of Next Generation while also getting to some of the movie the movies along the way? And then watch just a Star Trek Picard. It's like that. It's like okay. I mean, I can. No discovery. That's, that's like a five hundred hour project. What? No discovery. Oh, I'm already watching. Dis- or I watched season one oh, of Discovery okay. already. Uh, there's it isn't direct continuity the way that mm-hmm. like, like. Yeah, it's a different. Like, uh, yeah, I know. Like, like Picard is, continu- is all continuity with the Next Generation show, which is one of my favorite shows, and then the the movies, obviously, because those are continuity too and like characters die and shit that's important but then also uh it's like but i keep wanting to watch the original series and it's like am i really going to skip to next generation again because then i'm never going to watch the original series uh funnily enough joe broke my last spree of watching next generation andrew i think you probably already know you might remember the story because you were there (laughs) but uh probably i was talking about how i was watching the original series and he just cuts me off and he's like and i was was watching an episode of original series star trek and joe was like oh is it the one where there's a misunderstanding (laughs) and it just like broke my will to both finish talking and also watch the show again (laughs) is it every episode on misunderstanding i mean that's there's always like a oh this is the problem but actually this is what's really going on it's like uh (laughs) It's kind of like it's kind of a meme, but like it's also like a thing where like just because you can observe and summarize a thing doesn't diminish its quality and and what's there. It's like yeah. how uh, if you play Witcher three, you can fall into the rhythm of like okay, I'm going to be introduced to a scenario, and someone's going to tell me what a problem is. I'm going to go to the place that the problem is, and I'm going to find out actually there's new context that changes the original idea of what this mission's about, and like. You can get, you can like, you can start memeing on how that's like the pattern that they keep doing over and over again. And like, but like at the same time, if they didn't do that, you just have boring missions where nothing changes. And and the thing is what it says on the wrapper and then you just beat it and then it's over. <laughs> like, I like think, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just very observable as a trend. Yeah, I think, Did, I think that didn't, wasn't the last wish, the book, uh, very much about that as well. Like all pretty much oh, yeah. every, literally the first short story of the Witcher is, it sets, sets the tone for all of Witcher three and so on. We're like, Hey, whoever sends you yeah. on the mission, they're lying to you. <laughs> they're always <laughs> lying to you about something. They're either straight up lying because they want you to kill something that doesn't need to be killed because it serves their purposes or, uh, or it's not the right thing. But yeah. Or oftentimes they have some kind of personal stakes uh that is the bias behind all this and maybe the thing yeah or in many cases it's like there's a deeply personal embarrassing thing that they uh, there's a secret they don't want to get out and so they don't tell you that part even though it's useful important information because they don't want anyone to know this this big thing that either would have helped you in the investigation or is secretly the whole reason why it's happening and so on yeah there's always humans are always the real monster they're great yeah that's that's the subtext of I mean, that's that's also a giant backlog I'm afraid of. Is that the Witcher series? You haven't read is so, them all yet. No, it's so long that I'm like kind of afraid. Uh, hmm. It's very it's very easy to just hop in and read the two short story novels because each cha- each like that's what it's I like did. <laughs> each of them's like, yeah each of them's like ten little tiny chapters 
uh, yeah. that each make up like a super story. And then there's like 10 of those super stories in in the book. And then it's like, oh, this is very digestible and fun. And you get to see Geralt on adventures. And it, it still has like character arcs and development and people like reoccurring characters that change over time. Like it's still great storytelling. But I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm afraid of watching. I'm a little afraid of getting into the big monster and it's like i know it'll be good and i want to read them but it's the same thing as star trek where i'm just like yeah but like the size of it like <laughs> when's the time <laughs> yeah it's about the habit you need to read a chapter a day before you yeah. go to bed or something i have this idea of like a twist where it's like haha the one i played witcher 3 which is the one where Geralt has his memories back but i didn't have the memories of what he had his memories back of but then I'm going to read the entire Witcher book series and then I'm going to play the two games where he has amnesia and I'll know everything that he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the games have a lot of stuff from from previous. Uh, the first I mean, two games. I don't think I know the first that, games have a lot of stuff. I know that Triss is there. And yeah, like, I think and, I think there's the dwarf and the elf are both there that are that are important yeah. in the books. But it's, it's, you, it's just he doesn't know who they are. Triss, uh, there's the fact, dwarf. Triss there's has also... like some consent problems to deal with there. <laughs> Well, throughout the trilogy as well. Well, yeah, but just the fact that, like, Triss is, like, sleeping with him under false pretenses because she, she already yeah. knows who he is and things. It's like, that's that seems a, concerning. That's the whole plot of the of her romance in the uh, in the last game. Yeah. Or, I mean, dealing with that anyway. Um, yeah, there's also another... There's a doctor. I don't remember her name, though. And I think she's also from the books. But yeah, there's, there's just some characters that that uh, know the Witcher and they say, hey, good to see you around. What's up? And it's like, yeah. I lost my memory. And she's like, oh, OK, go kill this monster. And that's basically how it goes. What do we, what do we want today to be? I guess we should, we should probably talk about Among Us, huh? Oh, we, Among we've Us. We've all started playing Among Us lately and we're not great at it or anything yet because we're starting out. But But you're better than I am because you always vote me out. We can update our thoughts about it at least. <laughs> <laughs> And like its limitations and its pros and so on. What limitations? I didn't see any limitations. <laughs> there are a lot of limitations. I just like the, like as a social deduction game and whatnot. Like at, for a pro, something that stands out to me about Among Us is just that it's not near. It doesn't have. It's not. It doesn't have the convoluted stuff that I find irritating about other uh, hidden role games. And this mm -hmm. is like my own bias or whatever. But like I, I like resistance. And in Resistance, there is one team, and then there's the other team, and those are all of the roles. It's just what team you're on, and that's it. And much like mm -hmm. that, Among Us is like, okay, like most people are on the good team, and there's like one or two traitory people, and you're trying to suss them out. And so it's simple enough that you can be like, okay, what what faction are you, and try to and try to deal with that. But like stuff like Salem and Ultimate Werewolf and probably Mafia, but I haven't played it, and like a few other things. It's like, what if there was like ten roles? Like, what if there was literally more roles available in a game than there are players in the game? I think tr I think Trouble in Terrace Town might be like this, too, where it's like there's a trickster and there's a martyr and there's the king and then there's like the detective. And there's the, I'm like, this is so fucking convoluted that like, how do you that's that's like rooted in happening? the old school tabletop uh, deduction games. Like it's it's so convoluted that I'm like, how do you tell what's ever happening? It's like, aha, there were 17 layered lies happening <laughs> based on the people, the roles that were randomly drawn this game. And I'm like, I I, I hate this, I hate this. And you make they made that into a video game. Uh, Town of Salem and Ultimate Werewolf, I think, are like, yeah, and and Mafia, I think those are all like playable video games. And Trouble in oh. Trouble in Terrace Town is a G mod game that is based on these ideas. 
uh and that's that seems to be popular uh like and, and like maybe maybe it's the thing where there's just like such a learning curve that's super off-putting and maybe if i like really committed to yeah. it for a long time eventually i'm like wow maybe this is great all of a sudden but like i've always found there being too many roles really off-putting i always want just like two roles <laughs> and i just want them to be and i don't i just want, I want the systems around them to be interesting like the process through which they win or lose and in that way like among us it's like that's interesting you're on like a ship or whatever and one t- one team's doing tasks that inherently it, it encourage them to split up and become nice vulnerable murder victims and then the other person's trying to kill them without getting caught it's like all right that's a that's a good starting point we're in a good place yeah straight it executes on the it executes that really well as being like a it's like a more in, it's like an it's a, it's like a version of resistance where more interesting things are happening on a mechanical level besides just the lying because in mm-hmm. resistance you just you just do missions and they just pass or fail based on who was on them have you played resistance before no all the games that you are talking about i'm like i am a noob yeah resi- if you weren't for you i wouldn't have played among us even <laughs> resistance is a tabletop card game with hidden roles where much like um, it's a, it's similar size to Among Us, where you play with like five to eight people or something, and like one like based on the player count, a certain number of them are traitors, uh, mm-hmm. like like one to three, and how and preferably you're playing with a lot of players. In that game, the mechanic is that one person at the table is the captain or the team leader, and they need, their job is to put together a team that can succeed at doing a mission, and missions succeed by you simply voting for them to succeed. Like you just like like what happens is uh, everybody who is on that mission who is selected by the team leader, which the team leader can select themselves or not select themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. They all put in a card that's their vote for how the team how the mission went, and then the team leader takes all those cards and shuffles them, and then anonymously deals them out, and then you find out how many votes there were for pass and fail. And so, if they're the spies, they'll be sabotaging the mission anonymously. If they want to, they can also intentionally let it pass to remove suspicion from themselves. And so it's a best and then so it's a it's a best of five game where uh, whichever team, if if there's three successful missions, then the resistance wins. And if there's three failed missions then the spies win. And so every round you're like, OK, that mission one had those two had those three people on it and it succeeded. What should I do with the second mission? OK, the second mission what if it has like one of the people from the first crew, but then like all new people besides that? Like, and then you start trying to build this like this like logic puzzle of like, okay, which people can we trust based on which missions have succeeded and which people have failed, and who was mm-hmm. on those missions each time? And so you try and deduce based on that who the who the spies and and traitors are, and you're all very critically, you're all sitting at a table and yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that's the that's the key to social deduction games. You have to be like debating and discussing these things and coming up with lies and so on. And like on that level the debate of what happened and so on is really interesting. Uh and the mecha- and there are mechanics that that are not in among us like the fact that you can send people on missions in little crews and that 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 lets you section off people in a very observable way uh and figure out that way. But there isn't enough mechanical variety to what's happening moment to moment in that there's no circumstantial evidence. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. where Among Us excels is that Among Us, you're literally people navigating a map and but it really, everyone has um, a story us, and people have to Among lie. Among Us and, really has to, to have that because the you're not at the table. And yeah. It's, it's, it depends so much because if you're on a table, you can absolutely make your game around 
just the people you're really playing the people you're not really playing the game but among us that's not like that you all you're very much playing the game and then the playing the people sort of plays a secondary role yeah you all, you all do the tasks just, and then it, it switches back and forth between like being a tabletop game and being a video game and it's like tone like it, yeah, it's because it's yeah. that's the voting phase and the gameplay phase but yeah it leads to a it leads to a situation where like you have much more complicated data where you're navigating a map and you have the things that you saw and the things that you did and everybody else experienced different things and two of the people who experienced things are lying about what they experienced and you have to like cross all these narratives under a time limit to try to get data it's way more variety and depth on that level uh and that's definitely very interesting but yeah like but at the same time uh I think one of the biggest limitations I have with that game is the fact that you can never communicate, really, as far as I can tell, or the fact that you can't talk to people. Because obviously, if you talk, if you can talk to people, it leads to a situation where people will just shout out who the killer is when they find it. When they like, they'll just react. <laughs> yeah. to the, the, if like if, if if we're all in comms, we'll just react to the killer. And when we react, mm-hmm. if we react to the killer, then uh, that everyone knows who the killer is, and that fucks it all up. Uh, It'd be an interesting mod to. It probably it probably isn't very difficult because there must be a server. So as long as you get the info, um, like a, a mod to change the volume of the of like somebody in a in a room in a chat room. Oh yeah, like the, the game could totally use uh rate like situ like uh environment Location, dialogue. Yeah, like people yeah. only people right next to me can hear me. Because then you can coordinate, like, hey, you and me, let's stick together. Let's try going around here and doing this. It's like, oh, and I got to do this mission. You got to do that mission. Okay, we'll go there together and then there together. And, like, you can coordinate. And it could and then, be all the game. It doesn't need yeah. to be a mod. It's just the game. Yeah, it could it. just be in the game. And then you, and yeah. then it'd be like, haha, I was telling you that way I need to do a mission over here. But actually, I'm the killer and you kill him. Uh, <laughs> and, like, that, like, you could use that to manipulate people because nothing about being a killer means you can't talk. Uh, yeah. But Among Us doesn't have any of that. So... There's like a level of there's a level of playing the actual game part that feels a little too blind and flaily. Like there's no way to communicate with people. So you can't be like, hey, let me watch me do the scanner or uh, hey, let's go here together. Like or like any communication Like you can't even communicate your intent of like, hey, let's work together or I'm chasing to kill you. But obviously the killer would just lie. But it definitely <laughs> yeah. feels like something's missing on some level. And like, like we, we didn't get to play it the correct way. But there's a game called like Unfortunate Astronauts. Which itself oh, is a bunch of uh, unfortunate space, spacemen. Unfortunate spacemen. I played that with Bird and Andrew a few months ago, but it was we played it with uh, the three of us and then a bunch of randos, and like the net code was trash, and the game felt like it was barely working. And so, until a Mandalore video came about about, about it recently, I had no reason to suspect it was good at all because <laughs> it, it was such an off-putting experience. And I'm like, this doesn't seem like it could be good at all. Uh, but that one is like you're a bunch of colored spacemen and one of you is secretly a monster that's trying to eat you and you're and that one does have radius uh voice so you can talk to people that are near you mm. and the, and it's like I, I maybe our crew will try that sometime as a group and maybe that'll be good it is free to play uh yeah. but that that when, does when some of those things a, that i find interesting that i feel like i'm missing when you're playing with a group of people that you know it's just any game really can yeah. become fun also, apparently, I mean, that not game, any game. Apparently, in a response to Among Us's popularity, that game just added voting rounds because huh. it didn't have that. It was it used to be that you just walked around and tried to do various tasks in this, and it's a 3D game, uh, 3D mm-hmm. first person shooter. 
uh, you'd go around and do your tasks around the ship, and then the and then the, the monster would just try to assassinate you, and you could just talk to anyone that was near you. So it was kind of like the thing where everyone's splitting up, and you're trying to like deduce who the killer is so you can kill them in return and then then you like you shoot him and like, ah, i turned into a horrible monster and now it's a shooter where we're all shooting him before he gets us all uh <laughs> but now it does act you can turn him on and off apparently i think but it now does have a voting round where uh somebody can like call a vote and then everyone like debates who the they think the killer is and votes them off and so on mm, which is yeah. a clear response yeah it makes anyway yeah you guys go on about if, Among Us. I've talked too much this episode. I feel really guilty. I wonder if you can turn off. I wonder if you can turn off the guns in Unfortunate Spacemen. So that you can like, only vote. You, yeah, that you can only vote, which uh, I feel maybe. like would be that would be more interesting to me because the guns, the guns are kind of stupid. Because in my head, I'm just gonna shoot everybody once. <laughs> Because if you do that, it's good. Like, if it's the monster, they're going to freak out and they're going to transform. They're probably going to so, think you're like, the killer and then just kill you. No, because if if I shoot them, I, I wouldn't shoot them if I was the monster. I would just attack them in monster form. Is so that I would how just go works? around. I, yeah, I mean, you turn into a monster and attack people. So if you just shoot somebody once, it's not going to kill them. Any, but it could I mean, freak anything, them out enough anything to Anything you say... That it's like, ah, oh, well, the monster would never do that. Like, immediately, that's the thing the monster can do, specifically because the monster wouldn't do that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, like uh, nobody, nobody will think I'm the monster because the monster wouldn't shoot people. Like, okay, the whole new, new strat is for the monster to shoot people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying I don't actually know if the monster can shoot people. Yeah. I don't know it's if the monster a can. Oh, the, mo- the monster can use guns? I'm sure they can. I, I mean, I don't... I, I mean, I don't know. I thought the tutorial would play the monster couldn't use guns. I mean, the monster impersonates people, so there's no reason to... Otherwise, everyone could just shoot a gun at a wall, and then it's like, ah, oh, he's the monster. He can't use guns. Yeah. Like, that'd be that'd be silly. I'm sure I'm sure the monster can use guns. It's just more effective to eat people. Yeah. There's also other stuff like, yeah. like oh, oh, hope nothing happens to me while I'm dealing with this mo- this garbage shoot, and the monster can just push you in. <laughs> Like there's there's, yeah, there's, there's there's contextual prompts where the monster can give you get uh hitman style environmental kills if you're interacting with certain things if they sneak up on you just push you in yeah, the garbage I struggle, disposal. I struggle a lot with um social deduction games where there's things you're supposed to do in them because I don't I don't care about the social deduction part. That's the <laughs> yeah, least fun. You, you that's just, the least focus, fun part of the you game. You just want to be you efficiency so boy. Yeah, yeah I just so want to do my task. Yeah, I just want to do tasks and be done with it. I don't care about the the social deduction game is so boring. That people the ask most, me what what the tasks worst I did. I'm like, me. I don't know what tasks I did. I, yeah. I was I, I completed them. That's if, what I did. If if you're not focusing on your tasks, you're super suspect suspicious. That's the whole well, he, reason well, you're he, playing this game is just to do tasks. He's focusing on his tasks. It's just that he's kind of mindlessly chasing the yellow arrows, then just doing the thing and moving on and not committing it to memory. Yep. Which makes yeah, yeah. which is I mean, bad I for will, alibis. Yeah. I try to I try to make sure that I keep I pay attention to where people are. Like if I run past somebody, I'm like, oh, that's weird. I saw like yeah. Colonel and admin, and I'll keep running. But like well, my and my biggest problem is I'm never with anybody. I will not run with a person. I will not watch you do anything. Yeah. I'm going to do my tasks. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I have to decide so, to follow you. Yeah, and like if and you can see you can tell if I'm doing my tasks because I will not. I don't care. I just keep moving. I just keep moving to do, t- and if you're in front of my task, I will just dance to get you away. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm used get, to go, this. Just get because it's because you, you will just play games wrong. <laughs> like, yes, you don't but get, that's you the don't thing. Give it's a like shit. I don't. 
like but he like I don't he, like, I don't normally play like, games with other people. Like he so would, like he would always the... complain that Left 4 Dead was a multiplayer game. Cuz he just wanted yeah, he sucks. just wanted to run to the end of the level alone every time. It's like that's just not wonder, what this I, game fundamentally is. Yeah, I just want to run through true, and kill yeah. zombies. That's like, all I want. The game you want is somewhere else. Go play that one. <laughs> like it exists. I can't find it. <laughs> there's not there's not there's, a whole there... lot of good zombie shooters to be fair. Yeah. No, not, not, there's not a lot of single player zombie shooters that aren't like survival horror. I don't want to survive in horror. <laughs> I just want to kill zombies and run through. You want, That's the, it. You want a dynasty like, warriors of zombie shooters? Where you yeah, just, exactly. You're just, just like, you're just gunning them all down. Serious Sam comes to mind. Serious Sam is. Yeah, probably. Um, I have Serious Sam, but it's killing not. Killing Floor? I don't like, I don't like killing, killing Floor. Killing Floor is third person, isn't it? No. Uh, oh no, Killing Floor no. is like a sh- uh, multiplayer Killing shooter. Killing Floor is a like a wave-based shooter which you can just play yeah. in single player if you want to. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, I no, I, I don't. I like Sniper I, Elite, it, but the sniper zombie stuff would be really awkward single player, I think, cuz it's just a lot of zombies that are a little too difficult to kill alone alone. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that game the is thing. Fun, it's like a I it, I I play I you know, I play a game to have fun. We should probably so wrangle up Effie and Bird and just finish that someday. Instead of what, leaving zombie? off, yeah, because we just we we, we oh. played it for like an hour or something. Like maybe yeah. we should just go back and finish Zombie Trilogy. That was nice. I think we were close to the end, weren't we? Uh, well, it's a trilogy. Maybe we're t- maybe we're finishing one of the games. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean that's so that's the thing is I, yeah, I I uh, games like a uh, uh, la- uh, Among Us or Unfortunate Spaceman for me aren't. In, like aren't interesting because the main mechanic they sell you on isn't what I want, and so I I struggle with playing those types you, of games because it's definitely an interesting yeah. take to be like, well, I don't want to play a social deduction game. I'm like, all right, well, I <laughs> well, guess. And, but the thing, yeah, and so the thing is, <laughs> I is guess like that's when a I take. when I'm the in, that's why like when I'm the imposter, I almost lose every time because I don't I don't want to do anything but tasks. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> like the time that you were helping I, us fix the ship. And just sitting yeah, in the top left corner is the imposter. That's, yeah, like, I'm like, I just doing? can we just do can we just do the thing? I just want to do the thing. Like it's no, a task I can do. Can we do the task? Not your task. Like, your task is to not have that succeed. It's a task I can do. So it's something no. I want to do. I want to do something. Like God, it's so boring being the. Kill it's people. so boring being the imposter. I love because being all you the do, imposter. You just walk around. You kill a person, and then it's like, who did it? Wasn't me. All right. Lo- did you guys next person like? Did you guys fuck, like? Right, cool. Did you guys notice me ca- calling out Durf immediately the moment I got like super detected by Effie? <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was my best acting moment ever because he was Cause, so because you need because you're like it's Durf he's us again kill Durf first again <laughs> no because like I was trying to make that de- like because Effie almost saw me do the killing and I was like I, I, I what, what can I do um and I, I had just to like really... think. Of, uh, on the spot and i just it was dorf and i didn't I had no idea where dorf even was but it's like i met i think i successfully made effie doubt his eyes i was just really it was really funny when i was like oh i, I believe andrew because he's just so indignant right now that it sounds so real and mm-hmm. i was like wow he really was the killer so he, he was just faking how indignant he was but then there's the double double twist of like no he really was <laughs> no. just trying to finish no. the yeah. task he didn't give a fuck yeah. about being a killer I, and that's I why just... i didn't suspect him is because he just it's like what and it's like chat was like that's a that's an interesting killer strategy is avoid sus by just never doing a single imposter thing in the entire match and, <laughs> it's like, and i still I mean, want i guess I, like it still yeah, worked i just I wanted to do the, the other task. the other <laughs> player just won for you didn't they 
Well, yeah, which is why I was saying whenever it's just me as the imposter, that's why I always lose. It's because I don't want to do it. So <laughs> I, I, it, I will lose. And any time that so I'm just a part of somebody, to play the game. No, but if I'm a part of a team with some, like if there's another imposter with me, we will almost always win because I will do my best to be not suspicious. So I will survive <laughs> till the end. And then if it's left over and to where it's so like, well, it's because just one you person. have a complete absence of sus they'll just think somebody else is the suspect and vote them out of off because yeah, they have at least because they at least have the slightest dreg to latch on to yeah and i will i will definitely manipulate i will lie and say like no it's not the person that that is the killer like i know that is the killer like no it's definitely the other person but like i'm not gonna go out of my way to kill people like that's it's such yeah. a pain because i like every time i've tried doing that every time the moment i kill someone oh someone walked up behind me Fuck it, then. I'm done. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to fucking kill people and then get caught immediately doing it. And I can't talk my way out of it because, like, well, what were you doing last? I was doing a task in Specimen. This task specifically seems kind of sus. Okay. <laughs> well, fine. Forget it. I'm Just vote me off then. Let's end the round. Can I go play tasks now? Like, <laughs> Every other round, you're like, hey, I finished my task. I don't give a fuck. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the thing, too. Is it, so, someone's like, oh, we're going to vote you off. Fine. I'm done with my task. I don't give a fuck what you do now. I just, I'm just i just going to sit here anyways. Like, I'm not going to follow you. I'm not going to watch you. I've, I've done I've done the thing I've wanted to do, which is I've done my task. Every time there's like and an emergency I, meeting or something, you're like, why? Fuck. Why? <laughs> I was doing my yes. task. Yeah. Well, we need to, we need to vote off the, the bad guy. It's like, no, I need my tasks. <laughs> Like I, I said, it the, the one time, like, the lights were out and Durf got mad because someone, like, did a reported a body while the while he was trying to fix the, the lights. I was like, oh, my God, he's right. I would be upset about that. <laughs> and then the next time I found a body and the lights were out, I waited until someone fixed the lights and then reported the body. Because I was like, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to upset somebody who's in the middle of doing a task. I get it. I, I completely get it. And then he'd die in the I've dark. Had it, I've had it so many times where, Ooh. like, I'll be doing I'll be doing a task like specifically doing the download or upload task i'm like all right you're, I'm sw- almost you're watching free- a meter yeah. fill up and I'm then right when it's meter. almost done it gets interrupted yes so like now, three now to seconds back there and do it again yeah that three seconds body reported me. and i'm like dude i don't know who the killer is but i'm gonna fucking get you right now because i just want to do my task and there's no reason you I, there's no reason we have to do this like you have to right kill. now i've had some really I embarrassing was- moments in that game that the audience knows like in the first few episodes, there was multiple instances of me just walking past bodies without noticing them. <laughs> I just didn't register. There were, I think there was outside where they like where they just could have been clutter. Like, oh, it's a rock. <laughs> like, nope, that's Effie's body with a bone sticking out of it. <laughs> yeah, damn. Uh, but then, uh, really, really embarrassingly, there was a part where Effie, I killed somebody, and Effie immediately walked into the room, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, fuck, 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 and I ran away, and I'm like, oh my god. I, it's, I can't believe he didn't see him. What the fuck's happening? <laughs> Effie, what's wrong with you? Uh, and it's then the it's like, vision. But the whole time, Effie was the other killer, so I'm just fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. And oh, then no. there's a, there's also a great moment where I'm like, I'm, I, oh, man. I'm kind of in trouble here. And then, like, Bird, like, gives me an alibi. And it's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Keith was up with me in the top right. And I'm like, I, why did he say it? What a what a weird mistake to make but whatever like i'll totally <laughs> take this is this like false cut this fucking false positive where bird forgot who was with him and again said it was me then i and like and then to my defense the other vote screen is all white names but then we get out of the vote screen and we're running around i'm like oh right bird's the other imposter <laughs> he was lying no for no me. the vote screen is not a white names <laughs> yeah no isn't it white vo- names or uh, I forgot. no no no, no the vote screen also tells you who the bad guys yeah, are yeah yeah i think i forgot maybe maybe it's a or new a- patch 
or maybe no, I don't know. the last time because the last time it was I know that for a fact. whatever it was but, it was uh, like I, I I genuinely had this dumb thought moment of like of like thinking that bird made a mistake as opposed to realizing like oh he just gave me a hell of he gave me he gave me an alibi so I'm clear oh you poor summer child because he knows nobody was with him so he can claim that I was with him and then yeah uh, I yeah that's the other because thing I'll, too is like that's people... a good strategy but a risky one is like have the other imposter be your alibi but only if yeah. you unless they suspect you then they're like they're both murderers yeah <laughs> yeah i um yeah, that's... andrew i i think andrew ha- plays plays the game really well and uh i definitely couldn't uh <laughs> couldn't couldn't ever suss you out i i i just yeah First. i don't know i, I effie is really easy to tell when he's the murderer his, his voice changes a little bit <laughs> so where's <the> body? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He, I, <laughs> he had a noticeable trend where the moment the the moment the body be reported, people like, oh, so where's the body? Like he wants to get out first that he doesn't know where the body is, and it's like, and he's so fast to do it each time. It's because he made the body, <laughs> and he wants to immediately <laughs> have that happen. I think I, I I might have seen my brother do the same thing. I, I, think, I think he, he did that once. Know. Yes, my, my my brother did have uh, one of the rare solo imposter wins where. He was the only imposter, and he got everyone to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. The, also, and I, he was he was I, downstairs bragging about it afterwards to our housemates. That was amazing. That was brilliant. <laughs> that was all like mind games. That was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, just, I was I, right. I, 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 I just, said it. I, yeah. Yeah, I said it as I left. You said like, it too hard though, because I lost the game because I, of you. How did I say it too hard? I said it. You said you lost it, and I'm I, like, oh well, I guess I'm gonna kill myself. I was literally like, look, that's I. I can tell you, like. It it has to be this person. There's yeah, it has to be him. There's no other person it could be. He literally left the room the thing, that the body the was is, in. There's no reason. <laughs> I actually the, just the just is, got in contact with Snow to make him his avatar now because because I need it for the the, the thumbnails. <laughs> Everyone will have a Snow avatar. You, what is, me, Colonel Snow? Uh, is it Snow? Marty My animations. Yeah, they're. Uh, oh. Now it says Robbie because you can change Robbie, your, your yeah. username on Twitter, but their handle is mm-hmm. Snowy Snowwheelist, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're mm-hmm. uh, originally no, I think their handle w- Snow Snow Animations is their handle on Twitter. No, it's Snowyillist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Snowy Snowy Illustration, but oh yeah, it's cut yeah, off. Yeah, but right. yeah, their uh, their username that you can change used to be Snow Animation. Yeah, and some of their a, like I, some of their like addresses are that and so on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Snow the Giant and stuff. Their art style it's very varied, but like I love it. It, it can get really con- it can get really confusing how you can just change your Twitter name on the fly, <laughs> and like some yes. people have really confusing Twitter names because maybe because they just don't want people to find them in searches anymore or something. I don't know. I don't know the point. Or did the same people all all having the same username like Black Lives Matter or something like that. No, just yeah, like black, oh yeah, black lives a lot matter, of people like add this. something afterwards. No, no, I, I have, a, I follow a couple of people that that are just called Black Lives Matter. Then, nah. uh, then when I see them without the handle, I'm just like, which one is the one? <laughs> Who are you? How do yeah, I that's... tell? It's yeah, you could tell, you could tell only if, if the if the handle shows up. Twitter is weird. Now we have the yeets instead of the tweets. Yeets. Pleats, that's the one. Same potato, potato. I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I keep seeing the meme people.
<clears throat> yeah, the free market will breed innovation. It's just every social media has a stories now, and it's like, all right, well, we tried, and <laughs> yep. now now we've all got the stories. It's just it's just another feature to me where I'm like, cool. This isn't what anybody asked for, but you did it, guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Clap, 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 clap. Like, <laughs> I was just randomly like, I guess I'll put this trash on here. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I had, a, I, I had like, a pack of candy, and there was like one random one that was just spongy and empty feeling. I'm like, oh, this one just doesn't have anything in it. So I just like tried to awkwardly open it on camera. I'm like, wow, I did a fleet. Wow, there's nothing inside. Anyway, this will be gone think, tomorrow. <laughs> do you think it's, uh, it, it's, with the intention of having advertising, more advertising on Twitter than it than it already has. It's just that a thing did really well, so they're like, well, "I want that feature. I'll take that feature." Like, let's have Twitter. So everyone's like, we're, "Every platform has to have a short form video thing that goes away in a day, and everybody everybody has to have a uh, what's it called, like a uh, stories and stuff yeah. like that." Mm. Which I don't even fully understand because I haven't used the platform the stories were in. You just I keep really layer, don't. you just keep laying the same mechanics forever. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's just like video games, just like everything <laughs> where there's no uh where there's no consequence for copycatting is just like you're just everyone's just gonna do the exact same thing that that makes somebody successful until people go like, hey, wait, I don't like that anymore. It's like, oh shit, now we gotta do something else. Um <laughs> like the guitar hero games yeah i mean it's just a it it's normal it, all the, of a sudden no more guitar heroes the difference is usually there's like enough there's there's enough incentive to be different because that is what will make you successful uh but uh i don't know i i think my i think the thing that really upsets me is that no one has ever copied myspace's like free customization like freedom oh, that, of customization no. free customization <laughs> What, that is what, by, free that's is, by, a, is a bad word. What is well, this? Well, not free, but the idea that you can customize completely your profile. Like that, even if it's paid, I don't care about I know, that. I know, the point I know that what you mean. It's, you cannot customize your profile in any sense except for an avatar and a header is like think, yeah. the most asinine thing I've ever seen. Where it's like, well, it's, okay, I, think this, it's, I think it's because it, it, everyone has trash taste. And so it made the website look bad. Because you would constantly see these insufferable, yes. horrible websites that you, yes. wanna, that you didn't want to look the, at with their the auto, point. they're automatically playing Nickelback songs and so that's on. That's why people remember MySpace fondly and don't like Facebook. It's because <laughs> MySpace a, had personality. You would open up someone's joints. MySpace page and it was like an infinitely, infinitely <laughs> tiling copy of like Leroy Jenkins, and then the background goes, <laughs> "How the hell we wind up like this?" <laughs> it's like, oh my oh god. My Stop God. It. Beautiful. Dude, that is exactly what the internet should be. That is memorable. It's funny. It's like it is it is it's like human. a YMT is, But you still have that TP, whatever it's, it was called. It is so beautiful. But then you, you go to like Twitter that. and you go to a profile and you're like, wow, that's and never, everyone cool. had like glittering gifs of like text oh and garbage. Or it you, was could so trash. Go, you could change the like mouse cursor because there yes. was an HTML tag for that. You could change like Oh my god, there's so you can make certain things invisible, so you could literally just have a profile yeah. that has your picture and nothing else. Yeah. It was so You still good. have that, but like I think the market changed cuz you still can do that if in you, wordpress.com or blogger or whatever. But no but one those uses are, any but that's of those a, things. Yeah, no, yeah but that's again, the thing, those aren't no. social media sites. 
Social what, media websites the difference, have though? like the, mo- the most popular websites where you could customize your profile extensively, like on a visual, at least having a background and whatnot, were f- MySpace and YouTube. And MySpace, yeah. and YouTube both, used to do that, yeah. And they both just like formatted it out because MySpace is now only a music band website, and YouTube also, yeah, like they just got rid of the custom profiles, so you just yeah. have a banner and a. But avatar. what makes MySpace? Or what made specifically MySpace a social media website that a, a blogger or a, a WordPress.com isn't? People were on it. It also had like friends <laughs> lists and connections to uh, people. Well, so, so what made like, it a social blo- media website is because it was a site specifically for c- connecting with other people. Whereas a WordPress is a blog website just for people yeah. to come read your blog. You just bl- Whereas, yeah, you just updating your note thing constantly, and then you have to like. Yeah contact your friends manually outside of the website and tell them like here's the url to my blog and like cool not looking yeah exactly <laughs> i thought, I thought you, or, myspace was like uh was like that i thought myspace, MySpace had no, a my... blog built into it but it mm-hmm. also had comments it had a profile yeah, like people a could comment on system. your page and you had it friends had... lists and there was like some yeah. unified notifications yeah you could join groups you can customize your profile and even like wordpress is like that's it's solo it's your own yeah. island yeah. And so you, no, have you can to, have like, multiple. You, have, you can have multiple authors. You can, Whereas, but they. But again, they cannot customize their own. Like you they can change be able to, that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of freedom. Uh, but like what fa- what Facebook changed about everything was that they took MySpace and then it was then like, oh, what if everyone's posts roll on a continuous feed and you're all in yeah, one place and then, so you had, you the, had the one paradigm. scrolling wall and that pretty much was all that mattered. Yeah. I think that's the big paradigm of social media these days is the big that, scrolling wall. Yeah, well, but then, that, but then there had to be, is... but then there had to be a neutral and uncharacterized location because there wasn't yeah. anybody's place. And so, because yeah, because it was everything my takes, space. It was everything takes place inside space. of an infinite feed. Someone was just like, "What if we made RSS feeds visual?" And that was it. And so now you just have this n- relentlessly ending. Yeah. Or never so, ending so everyone fled feed. to Tumblr, which is now the most popular website where you can make a profile like that. Yeah, Tumblr's like the last place that you can. Is it still going? Yeah, yeah Tumblr's still there. Tumblr's like the most social blog page. Yeah, it's Tumblr's like the last remnant of hey, the thing that makes the internet really interesting is still here. Yeah, because it's a it's a, uh, it's like a confusing halfway point between like MySpace and Twitter. Yeah, the only you downside like share is each other's things and so on, and there's a feed. Yeah, the mm. downside is that Tumblr isn't like isn't profitable enough to be really like enjoyable to use like a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the inner or like a lot of the like watching videos on there is ass uh much like twitter where you like you watch something or reddit where you click on a video and it like kind of loads and then it fails and you reload it and then it kind of gets halfway through and then it fails and you reload yeah, it and you're like it's weird God, this is just so hard when myspace had like 15 songs playing on auto like on repeat how did this how did this get so hard? Yeah, I don't understand why um, they, they have so much trouble. I, mean, I think it's the servers, they just get overloaded with video. I, no, it's people are cheap. Because the, the thing yeah, is, is that they making, don't have good enough servers. I mean, social media social media isn't a profitable venture. It's never a good it, no one should yeah. make a social media site because it's a stupid waste of money. Yes. You can kind of I mean, make your you money. Should back make if you should make one if somebody pays you to do it. That's how well, you should the, make it. So the only way you can make money with social media is if you have facebook level amount of users because then you do what facebook does either sell the sell the information that those users generate in the groups that they like the pictures they upload the things that they say and the ads that you can cater to them or you turn to twitter and twitter isn't profitable but their business 
model is that eventually people will run into ads in the feed and those ads can be clicked on and thus generate revenue for a business. And that's yeah. like, that's what Instagram does. That's what Reddit does. That's what Twitter does. That's what uh, Tumblr does. And it's Twitter, both of those Twitter are... Does a, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say both of those are, you know, aren't are, still aren't an, enough on its own to make the site profitable enough to be worth the money you invest in keeping it running. Um, and so that's why you have like you have other lucrative ventures. Like that's why Facebook does more than just Facebook. That's why they have like Oculus and that's why they have Instagram. And that's why they have uh, WeChat and shit is because you can make money in other places a lot easier uh mm -hmm. and like that's why facebook focuses heavily on their messenger app is because you can send money through messenger and every time you send money through messenger they get a cut of the money or if you send money through wechat which is popular in like outside of the united states and people send money through it they get some of that money like there's there's you need like a social media is a great platform to jump off of but you shouldn't go you shouldn't go out of your way to make a social media website and make that your business because it will always be a bad idea uh financially and unless you have a lot of money and look out which is how twitter survived is because twitter kept <laughs> getting funding somehow and i don't know who i, I don't understand either yeah. i don't know who was bankrolling twitter but man they are just complete bad at their money but they just continue i'm sure they're still making money at being bad at their money because that's how it no works. yeah tech tech companies don't make sense they yeah, yeah. At some point, the rules were just rewritten so that if you're a tech company, you don't have to actually succeed at making money and you can just keep not making money forever. And yeah. I can't explain even why some of them somehow go under, but other ones magically live forever while never making money. And it's just like, eh, whatever. My, my job <laughs> is like I work at a startup and we have we've been around for about four or five years now and we are still in funding phase. Like we're just <sighs> we're still not making money, and I'm like I don't understand how. Now, this what is works. this business model? Like, how yeah, do so many it, companies like, just not make money as a as on well, principle, and they just keep going. But so many other so, companies and like mom and pop shops are just like you know go fuck yourself. Because so what, you didn't make okay, money so, for a month, you're you're homeless. <laughs> so the reason this happens yep. is because there is a there is a specific rule about what what constitutes a startup and what you're allowed to do as a startup. And so as a startup, because you're in a, you're supposed to be in a, sorry, business in America is bad. And because we've consolidated all business into like six or seven companies, trying to make new business in America is a fool's errand. And so to facilitate more business being made because no one's doing it anymore, you make startups more affordable by giving them leniency in the way that they are allowed to uh generate uh capital and so because they're allowed to generate capital by going out and getting funding from angel investors or series c like different types of ways they can get funding it means that a company that is new and starting up can survive even if they're not profitable enough to like take on amazon but the problem in that is that, of course, like all capitalism, there's a loophole that you can exploit to just keep staying in a position where you can keep generating, you can keep uh, getting uh, funding. So you can keep requesting funding while not turning a profit, but still staying open for years. And because you, if you cut that hole off, if you cut that loophole off, it could harm a lot of small businesses from actually coming into existence. But there is no other way you can like, 
there's no way you could stop people from exploiting it, but there is no way that you can make this system work fairly without tearing down what already exists. Because yeah, like how do you how do you open a mom and a pop shop when Walgreens, Am or like Walgreens, Walmart, Target, uh, Home Depot, like every major retailer exists that can do whatever the fuck you want to do two times better. And like so, there's no way you can you do establish that. laws that prevent actual um. What's the uh, what's the word when there's only one company taking care Monopoly. of a thing? Actual monopolies, yeah. Because the, it's the biggest delusion to think that just because the companies have different names and are under different ownerships that they're not a monopoly. Okay, it, it happens with the so, with the with the uh, communications uh, companies. It happens with. Yeah, I just and, thought of an example. So the, we did that, yeah. and it failed. It so, didn't. The yeah, last did, time the U.S. No, did this it was failed back, dramatically. Back, do you do you, uh, do, you know, do you remember Pac Bell? Uh, I was I wasn't gonna reference Pac Bell. I was gonna reference the Iron Ones back in the fifties. Okay, because we Pac Bell was like the most know. recent atrocity to like, hey, we did it, guys. We bl- broke up a monopoly, and then it became a new monopoly, and then we well, couldn't break yeah. it up because it became too important to stability. Like AT and T only exists because Pac Bell got broken up, and AT and T mm-hmm. was. The subsi- so PacBell was a huge, all-encompassing telecoms company. It had everything from computers to cell phones, and it got so big to a point where the government was like, "Okay, you have to like break this apart. You have to have a telecommunications branch, a computer branch, uh, whatever, whatever branch. You cannot have everything under un- one umbrella." And so they went, "Okay, they broke it apart." AT and T then went and said, "Ah, but what if we just start consuming all the telecos?" And so they started consuming yeah. all of the teleco companies. And so they consumed Singular, they consumed everything else. And then they went, but what if we consumed PacBell? And so they ate PacBell and took over its entire operations. And now AT&T is so big that it can't be broken up because if you break it up into small pieces, you, you can't. You, you will cripple so many, small, uh, so many I mean, subsidiaries You just need it. to change the paradigm. The thing but is, there's no, no what, interest what happens from... To the, so what happens to... Rooster Teeth, what happens to Viacom, what happens to like all of these companies that rely heavily on funding from AT&T to exist? Because if you cut Viacom out of AT&T, it won't survive on its own. It will die. And thus, when it dies, all these things that it's connected to will also die. The problem is you've you've created this tumor. Like uh, Most of American businesses are tumors on the economy. And if you cut them, that means you take a huge chunk of the economy with it. And oh like, yeah, the economy suffers a lot. That's what I yeah, mean. That's what I but, think. That's why the there's no political interest in in breaking up companies, even even companies that would work a little bit better, like Google and Facebook. They could be and should be broken up. Um, even those companies are there are or Apple even they're they're a tremendous hit to be, uh, to the economy because when we say economy, what we're really talking about is the speculation that surrounds the market, uh, the stock market, and that's the real economy. And that's how everybody who has money makes money is through that speculation. It's completely detached from what actually happens and of the profits that exist. And it's it's not unique to the startups. It's it, it's detached from other companies as well. Uh, I mean, we, we just need to look at the 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 stocks right now during the during the beginning of winter 2020. And this 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 uh, this podcast is only going to get more relevant as time goes by because people are going to look back and they're going to see this happening. 
Um, but yeah, the stocks just keep growing. It doesn't matter. Well, so what? We're if we the biggest recession of our lives. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Well, I mean, a recession is only a recession only affects those who are like affects the working class, really. That's a, that just, every recession. Recession is like that. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you can just like when it comes to stock trading, you can just move your money into different markets and keep it steady and afloat. You don't have like it's not unless it becomes an economic like. But the thing uh, is, failure. what happened? What happened with the stock market is that it used to be that yes, you could move your money from this company or to that company as they failed, and maybe in the and certainly in the overall overall picture, they just kept growing even though some some companies failed. But we're not at that level. We're just beyond. Like it doesn't matter the 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 actual reality, the actual predictions. It doesn't matter if the predictions are there. Or if they're not, if they're real or if they're not, we're just going to, because people are spending money on the companies, then they are worth money and people will continue spending money. That's just what's called speculation. It's spe- like, it's, they're, they're, you know, the, the, the term itself, I'm not, I'm not an econo- economist, so I don't know the details, but the term itself, as far as I understand, it comes from um, the, the speculation in the, uh, originally comes from the speculation in real estate. Where your your what you're investing isn't the value of the land, but rather the value of the money you're going to be ma- able to make out of that land, and that's why uh, real estate speculation is so prevalent today. But also why it's so so much of a problem is because it's very easy for you to know that that land is very valuable in the long term, so you're going to pay a lot of money because you're you're going to get it back in in the long term. Uh, but that happens with companies as well. That happens if you spend money on Tesla. And look, just look at Tesla, and, and how much they're they're growing. It's just that they're growing in stocks, mind you. They're not necessarily growing as a company. Tesla is a good example for that. I feel. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough, I don't about, know enough either. about economics to tell you how to fix the problem. I can just tell you that you it's too late to fix. Like <laughs> much like climate change, it's too late now. You've already you've already fucked it. The problem is like figuring out what's going to replace it uh there's not like a there there is no like oh we can do it guys we'll go back to before times no it, it's it's gone you just need to figure out what you're gonna what the what will replace it when it dies and like that's i don't the think problem. i don't think climate change is gone uh, uh, like it might be impossible to good, stop but it luck. isn't impossible <laughs> it, it, the thing is it there's a, there's two different types of impossibility there's the impossibility of uh uh, I don't know. I'm never gonna be a million subscriber YouTuber. That's impossible. But there's also the impossibility of, uh, or the possibility of maybe I could be like if everybody subscribed to me, I I could be a million subscriber YouTube. It's not an impossibility. I, and it's the same with climate change. I'm I'm equating climate change to my YouTube channel. I mean, unless we, <laughs> of course, personally, unless uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm of the decision. There's like two. There's only two avenues right now. Or three avenues for climate change. Either we all start living underground. Uh, nah, that wouldn't like change anything. A la Gurren Logan style, where we just nah. wait for like 2,000 years and then the earth fixes itself while we're gone. Uh, or we go and find a new planet to live on and hope it has everything the same it's as not, earth does. It's or not about us. we just sit here and die slowly and enjoy You're- the ride while we've got it, which is what we're going to do. We're going to sit here and wait until we die from it. 
Because Your that's mistake, what hum- though. That's what humans always do. We just sit and wait till we die from things. Your mistake is saying we as humans. Climate change isn't we humans. It's the system that we humans made. But the who Last actually checked, benefits from the I don't think foxes system? are like going out of no, the no, way what I mean and ruining is, the planet. It's not all of us that is, are making climate change. Yes, it's the one percent. Are you out there? Are you out there right now killing the one percent? Because unless I, you're out there killing the one percent, <laughs> you're part of the problem. Like I, apathy is a problem, and apathy is the reason this has gotten to the way it is. People, well, if you don't want to, don't you say don't that it's to, impossible. Then are you going to go out tomorrow and kill the one percent? I don't think no you need is, to kill them. No, I mean, you, although although you bring have out the to kill them, you have bring to out take, the guillotines. But you can't talk a cancer to go away. This whole thing is basically like. It's basically them on the path to climate change, grinding that Tony Hawk rail, playing the little balancing game. We're on both sides of the yeah. balancing game as guillotines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, but, but I the think thing I is, think is, it is possible. What I mean is, like, it's precisely that. It, like, it is possible to fix it, but is there are are the the are the conditions necessary for that possibility going to happen? Uh, can we... Here, I can I can tell you in just a second how. Does it take to make a guillotine? How how to DIY guillotine? All right, so let's see. We've we've been here for six million years. I'm gonna say no. We're not gonna fix it. We're kind of fucking dumb. We've had six capitalism, million years and we can't get. We we don't. This is where we've gotten. This is the capitalism best we've hasn't like, capitalism hasn't uh, hasn't been here for six million years. Uh, and that that already tells you enough. I mean, like, that, it, with that, with that, that, with that in mind, it's actually very important to have that in mind when you're analyzing the numbers. I would, I would argue, it's been like a couple thousand years at most, in Capitalism? which we've n- oh. no, no, that no, we no. have, we have basically been on the track to destroying this planet in speedrun mode. Like, I don't think we even have been thousands a threat. Of years. To, yeah, probably right. I, I mean, mean, maybe if you talk about like our danger to yeah. species. Like well, the I way that more we, of, hunt, uh, we hunt things through I'm, extinction, but like the I industrial like revolution was we, much more recent. Well, yeah, but I meant more of farming. Yeah. Farming is also a bad, is also a contributor. No, nah, it isn't. To, farming is good. No, there's there's definitely sustainable ways of farming. And I like, meant like like holding maybe animals Europeans and stuff. don't do it. Maybe Europeans don't like, do it throughout right, the history. Right, the way that we we hunt so much of the world to extinction, but then there's fifty billion cows. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the other that's thing. Like when. Because that's the other thing when we when we think just oh humans are we're just bad because we farm or because we things and we uh, because we do things we're absolutely forgetting all the indigenous people all throughout the world that have been doing it for millennia in completely I mean, sustainable ways. So, I don't including know, I, in Europe, to be fair, including in Europe, even Europe has some sustainable agriculture throughout history. It just it's, it seems impressive to me that you could you we we have a lot we seem to have uh, an almost limitless amount of studies pointing to exactly the things that are causing problems. And no one's doing anything to stop that. They're just like, yeah, that's not real. Oh, okay. I think I think <laughs> like I don't think that's true. Good. I think we have more and more movement around climate change in terms I, of pr- protests, in terms of like the fact that we are talking about it in this podcast right now. And maybe twenty years ago we wouldn't, because I mean, what's that? Is that, is that because is that I was a little baby. Well, I was I was ten. Actually, <laughs> well, 20, 20 years <laughs> ago there was a lot now. of no. uh, there was a lot of limitations in what humans could be doing. No, uh, in terms. with 
We have known climate change is an issue for a hundred more than hundred no, years. Not climate change. I meant like like you're not going to find podcasts twenty years ago oh. because humans <laughs> yeah, couldn't, maybe couldn't not. do that. You like technology has progressed us to a way that we're allowed to be completely awful to one another in real time in a way that no other humans on Earth have been allowed to do so. Like, it's cli- a great time cli- to be yeah. alive. Climate change is simultaneously <laughs> a, ca- a failing of both capitalism and democracy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. on one hand, ca- on, on the capitalist level, like it's incentivized to just make the problem worse for as long as possible, you, well, as, as long as you can get away with it. Yeah, because yeah. it's profitable. And that's the only rule. <laughs> that's the well, only yeah, thing that's, that's that matters. That's the only rule. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that matters to both government and... There there uh, is no charity clause or or we're all in this together clause of capitalism. It's just profit. That's the only rule that matters. The only extent to which you do anything nice ever is because of the 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 background noise of guillotines. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I mean, better not piss them off enough. And with a, with the advent of internet and social media and YouTube and so on, like there's there's plenty of ways to distract people and keep them from oh, doing yeah. that, and that's totally possible. Although to be fair, that's why everyone's fair, mad think... when we talk about these things. They're like you're ruining my distraction where I'm spending my whole life trying to pretend this isn't happening. I think. I think there are fewer ways to keep people distracted these days than there were what? even. No, yeah. absolutely I, not. I think I, I, the advent I can of tell the internet, you. the advent of the internet is such a boom for like it, it's so much harder to control the information for for like it used to be that you had a few channels on TV and that's what you watched. And if you if you went to the movies, that was the movies. And if you read some books, it's because that's, you were already it, it, you were already like outside of the norm. It, now it's like I think I think the the reason why populism, especially far right populism, has grown so much is precisely because it's so difficult to control uh, the narrative. Yeah, it's, diff- it's has difficult. Grown- it's difficult to contain information, but it's also it's also such a barrage that's also easy to distract people with it. Yeah, although not nearly like- as much as it's easy to distract people with working. I mean, right. The yeah, only like, reason that was right wing, it's super noticeable that like we keep having an atrocities happening all the all the time every year. But this year specifically, there was massive protests. It's like, oh, the one where everyone just lost their jobs, <laughs> like the year where everyone just lo- just lost their jobs to the virus is the year where yeah. everyone's suddenly available to protest. It's like, oh, yeah, because the distraction of working all the time was like it, the, the gradient yeah. shifted of how many people were there, so busy working all the time that they can't ever get away to do to actually care about things yeah it's not possible to have right-wing like far right-wing propaganda unless there's enough distractions to make it possible like a a normal non non busy person could easily look and go wait a second breeding pits like 4chan yeah like how do you like how do you look at policies and go like yeah these look exactly the things that are going to punish me i love it keep doing it like what no no one looks and goes like yeah you know what me as a minimum wage worker want to keep minimum wage low forever good idea i'm gonna vote for that no you have to be literally blind or being distracted heavily by non-political media in order to like let this kind of thing happen in the background i think there's a lot of self-hate in a lot of communities that also fuels uh self-destructive i mean some of it's deserving I, I I would uh, wish some some groups would self hate a little bit more. It'd be a little, little bit more. Uh, yeah, learn no, some humility what, there, guys. What I mean is like um, when when you say like you see that parody. parody uh, I I was playing a game the other day and I saw that parody did and and it reminded me of of that dynamic where where somebody says, um, you know, people who can't make a living out of their work uh, shouldn't be given money by the state to to have food. And uh, and those same people who say that 
could very well be not be able to make a living out of their work. And they would still say that. They will still hate on the welfare queens, which is just a racist stereotype in the first place. Um, but I'm and, special and, all... and different somehow in my predicament. No, yeah. no, it's just that, you know, you're, you're, it's self-hating. It's just they, they ignore part of their reality. It's just sort of allow themselves to say the, the hateful well, things that they, they feel. It's also just a unrealistic belief that uh, any anything that they do to affect the goal that they seek, which is to be wealthy like the well at least in the u.s the whole point is to like be wealthy that's the that's the that's the game that's the american if, dream yeah and if you're not succeeding then you're failing and so yeah. if you do anything if you do anything to affect those that are succeeding it is not viewed favorably by the people who are failing because they think they're going to get there someday and spoiler alert unless you're making hundred fifty thousand dollars right now you're failing. You're an absolute fucking unit of a failure. In fact, if you died right now, it would only benefit the country. So, like, yeah. Or I we can change. I, I think you, no, I think you're having a that is absolutely I think your perspective true. On, can, on economics we, is, a, now, is a little bit skewed. We could turn it around, and if you and the reason I say that is because the people the the people in the back the people in the back of the bus here are not great. They're useless. They're they're just sucking money away from the. You're the forgetting that the wins. reason. The reason like, why the capitalist queens actually suck the money away is that there are so many people working, and if there's a, that's the part of the no, reason. No, they the would only make reason. more money if there were less people. They would replace them with robots, and then they wouldn't have to pay anybody. That's think of why. Well, it's not the only reason, but it's why, one why of the are, reasons. Why, why do jobs why the, just leave this country? That's weird. It's weird, right? Why, and why, why does the United any... States still have one of the lowest uh, unemployment? Not now, because uh, I was going to say of, we have the highest. Yes. We're doing pretty good on that right but now. But that, that's all, that's also an indictment of the system, but just in a different manner. But um, back back at the end of last year, why did the United States have one of the lowest unemployment rates of the entire uh, uh, northern hemisphere? Uh. Because that didn't work account for is, people. Work is fundamental. For, no, but that because it didn't account for people who had like multiple jobs. Either. Oh, but that none none of them, like, none of those. All countries are the same. <laughs> all countries don't account for people who are not registered. It's just a bunch of things. Yeah, uh, like do you? How yeah. do you? How do you find the, the? Here's my thing: is like, how do you even gauge? Uh, how do you gauge the difference between like unemployment and? uneligible to work like people on disability yeah or yeah, people, it, yeah uh it's like do you go, how do you find those people is it people who like submit unemployment benefits people who look for like some kind of welfare uh, is that how you find who's unemployed because i see a lot of homeless people that i definitely don't think are part of the census or the unemployment check because no one seems to talk yeah. to them so but, i'm under but, the impression that like there's a lot of people just sitting in the background here that aren't a part of this statistic and it looks really good on paper, but like, is it real? Yeah, well, the unemployed is de is determined by people who are searching for a job and can't find one. Mm -hmm. That's which, the, the same that. in, in many countries. Yeah, which I mean, I don't, I don't think that's an exact number. I think there's probably no, a lot no, more people isn't. that aren't looking for jobs that are also on, like, there are people who are on social benefits yeah, that aren't looking I'm, for employment. there's two layers of like one and, i think I'm, I'm wondering how it's being pulled and at the same time i'm also like that's not necessarily the best measurement of actual employment rate it's yeah mm -hmm. but the what i'm what i'm saying is that those problems apply to all countries 
or most yeah. countries as far as i know well sure but the I, there's a there's a there's a noticeable problem a noticeable problem with uh companies trying to find cheaper and cheaper labor yeah and the reason is because working class people are a blight to business they do nothing but drain what is profit and if you can create if you can create a pure, perfect utopia where only all you do is create product to service other rich people then you've created the perfect capitalism because then you don't have to pay anybody and you get to keep all of the profits at the end of it and you're you're forgetting that you can as long as you don't have the money being sucked out of the poor there's no money to be gained by the rich yes they will Why? trade between each other yeah but that's that's, that's how that's it worked the, with the, what with a the stock kings. market is. A stock market is just trading money amongst rich people. You don't, no one. There's no product you're getting at, in, in a stock market. <laughs> if the if that were the case, if it, because the stock market keeps growing, if the if that were uh -huh. the case, inflation would be in, like monetary inflation would be directly tied to the stock stock market, which it is. Well, also, obviously, I mean, you have to remember too that there's again previously this is not an obtainable thing. There's no way you could automate jobs. Like what? It, no, but we're could, I mean, there's even even now. But, there's no way. Like there's oh, yeah, so much there service. There's so there there, there are literally there's literally a factory that builds PS3s. There's yeah, no like, people necessary. Like that's that's who crazy. makes the games? Who who answers the telephone call? Who sells soon them? It, soon it can be robots. Yeah, soon but it can like be robots. A, but what that's happens the, is that manufacturing becomes robot. Um, I just like the, the idea that the factory is still just hanging out building PS3s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's no, no, a real what I mean, thing There's... what i mean is that you're you're yes it's very true and very very very, very big, big problem that automation is going to take away jobs to the oh, exclusive betterment of uh, of, uh, of the rich no it it's because that's it, it would be great if it weren't just for the fucking rich that, that i don't will just i don't want to work i get fucking maybe 90 years on this but planet they will give to you nothing andrew and i don't want to work it they will give you nothing they will but make their factories i don't i don't and have they will to give get... you nothing look all i need is you ready for that Star Trek reality where the yes. uh, so many jobs, so many jobs have become automated that ever, mostly people just don't even engage with an economy anymore. And let just me kind just of finish finish my thought. Self fulfillment. I would I, love I, that. I think I think that attitude is because you're forgetting that what happens when automation exists, and this is this has happened since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, is that more and more jobs start becoming service based, and and the, it's called the tertiary. Uh, industry it's like there's like these old school ways of looking at the in the uh, economy and there's like primary secondary and tertiary and uh primary is like agriculture and just basic stuff mining and stuff and then secondary is manufacturing and uh transport and all sort of stuff and then tertiary services entertainment that sort of stuff and that's what happens and it happens services. in the u.s it happens in services like uh you know uh, uh like somebody you like doctors and and uh like who, who like people who you pay to deal with like oh we can uh, automate that we don't need that anymore we have like <laughs> automatic waiters we have automatic cooks we have automatic but uh, that has never happened no it ha haven't it's happening. you seen star wars episode three it's also it well so oh, china bah. has a lot of uh, a lot of the restaurants are being serviced by automated like waitresses. yeah that's like waiters. that's uh, that's secondary uh, that's secondary that's, se that's secondary that's yeah. a service job no, it, yeah, it's a service. Yeah, it is. That's true, but it's still like it's like a look. It, um, if it's if, second, it's it's secondary industry. If a human can do it, we can make a robot for it. Humans aren't special. In fact, they're the think, least optimal thing on the planet. Robots are like way better at doing repetitive I don't think tasks. That, 
then humans who are makes only the robots? People. Yes. Well, for now. Sorry. People make robots for now until robots will make them later because robots are also way better at making robots than we are. So they will be the ones that will make. You're just kicking the can down the road, though, for the fundamental question. Who owns the means of production? Yes. The robots. That is the question. But who owns the robots? The robots robots own themselves. Is the question. That's Uh, the thing. The robots will make themselves owners. They will. It's all right. It's all right if they make a factory that, that costs no money. Which is a lie, also by the way. All of this stuff is, is it? Fun, is yeah, all this stuff a is predicated. Be, a factory could be self-sustaining. No, it is. It is absolutely uh, predicated on the abuse and exploitation of people in in, in third world countries. Well, that's but how. That's at how least you historically, get, it is. That's how you but, get cheap labor. Yeah. Yeah. But that, yeah again, exactly. You can you but can make it even cheaper. Let's by automating for, let's forget it. about that. Let's forget about that particular detail. Uh, but the which we shouldn't forget in the long run. But still, the point is. <laughs> it's all right Spoilers if they make a factory. For all the third world. If well, yeah. it's all right if they make a factory, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who came up with a weird classification system of first, second, and third, but they were definitely uh, fudging the numbers there. That has to do with the Cold War. That's, that's first the Cold War thing. Just mean because we're on Earth. No, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're all third world or <laughs> not? The the like it's we're all right on if they Earth. Make a factory. Someone's acting like there's a better country on Earth. No, yeah, you're on Mercury Earth, is not better. It's horrible there. Well, yeah, Mercury is not. It's on fire, yo. But yeah. there's a I, there's a planet like light years away that's probably way better than Earth. Like God, probably got like way cooler stuff. They probably have trees made of chocolate. That's the, like we that's got the ultimate tragedy. At least light millennia away. That the, the, that's the tragedy, though. It's not for us. It's not good for us. Like any planet can be good for life that has developed there, but for us, it's only Earth. Uh, Everything else you, sucks. Clearly, you've never met humans. Anything could be good for us if we make it, and that's what we always do. Are you kidding do. me? We, we crush have the everything to be yeah, made. We'll, just, we'll just go there and wreck that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody sneezed over yonder, and now the world has stopped. Have you what not you watched about? Avatar? We just show up, even if we can't breathe there. We will take the natives and turn them into us. Like we'll I do whatever it takes to make humans live the romanti- on a planet. <laughs> the romantization. Uh, romantization. Yeah. Romantization of space exploration and space colonization is uh is just really I think it's just really a retelling of actual colonization on Earth. And we're just sort of let, let's forget that it's impossible to live outside of the Earth. It's not so, impossible, it's just very difficult. I mean, realistically, if you want it like to be to be super philosophical, what's even the purpose then? What the hell are people here for? Just here where? To, to, living why why does why would why would any why would literally any fucking thing create a human of all things you could create why would you create a human what a terrible decision on any part either nature god whatever no reason to create this abomination of a cockroach life form that does nothing but infest a planet destroy it from the inside out and then goes on its way to find new places to destroy you've created the zerg and I why would you have done this? <laughs> that's a that's a meritorious question, but it is also informed by not having to fight for so many things that so many people fight for daily. Also, oh, like why not? Why do why would the, we have to fight? We just show up to a new planet. There's no because no, like, no other intelligent life form. You just kind of we we just talked live. about the protests earlier this year in the United States. There's so many people fighting for the police not to shoot them. There's so many people fighting for the for the for their, them having PPEs. Where they don't, and they have to work in hospitals and stuff, and people who don't have food and are being bombed, or people whose land is being taken away, or who are just in concentration camps, or their uterus are being removed without them knowing. I mean, it would like be a lot so easier much... if you just got rid of all the humans and replaced them with robots. 
We just need to selectively get rid of some of the humans. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the guillotines, abolish ice, I, and then we is, go this on. This is from like there. one of those things of like, well, if you just teach everybody, yeah, but there's always going to be bad people, but you <sighs> could always just remove the bad problem, which is <laughs> the, the bad the, problem. The, bu- the bad the, problem the, is humans. Like humans are the no, problem. No, it's just you the can, ones on you top. You can get rid of them. <laughs> the, the poor, the poor ones are good. Everybody is nice. No, there are no good humans. That's a maybe. It's a, maybe it's a, like the oh. thing is, just because a just because somebody who just works all their life doesn't care about any stuff and uh, just you know goes on wow, having what kids. What a privileged and, life. You don't know, no, care no, just, about anything. What, you don't yeah, care about like just, the struggles you know, the going person. on. And... Just because the normal person has the potential to become a horrible monster if given the po- enough power, like um, uh, th- somebody comes to mind. Was it that uh... everybody? Keith, you, you do you know who I'm talking about? He's orange. I don't. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> um, just because a normal person wait has is the, Angry has... Orange still on TV? I thought they canceled that show. <laughs> What I mean is just because people have the potential to become horrible when given enough power doesn't mean that they're horrible. And it is true that they have the potential, but that doesn't I, mean I, that I people are horrible. I think that makes them horrible. Yeah, I don't no, think like, it doesn't. I, I, don't, I don't believe in the That's idea that like, works. oh, power corrupts they, people. Like, nah, I think power doesn't corrupt people. What happens is when you give people power, you just get to see what that guy or girl is going to, is going to, was going to do if it had enough power and money. I, I, I'm under the impression that if like... They were they were either already corrupted or not. The the yeah, and most people are already. I'm corrupted. not saying yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it, power corrupts people. I'm, I'm what I'm saying sure, is I'm sure there's I am sure they're perfectly good people. I'm sure they're what people I'm saying exactly. What I'm saying is that kind-hearted, lovable, perfect people. And you know what? Get rid of them too, because no. all you're doing is no. you're doing a favor for the rest of the planet. No, because like, this they, th- you're thinking you of to- it in the sense that you would be annihilated because you're a human, and that's the that is the arrogance. Humans nah, are the that's problem. Not what, no, go ask go ask any other animal. Go ask a tiger. Humans if, are if they not want the problem. Dead. It's Just go the, straight. It's some like, of the humans. If, if you ask a tiger which human to kill, it will kill any human. It doesn't. It'll care. kill you. It'll kill you. Is exactly. You are asking, asking because, the tiger, <laughs> and that's and the problem. Like, num, num. You know what? No, you know what? Like, you know what tigers wouldn't kill a robot. What I'm saying is, well, if he was dressed the like a nope. is happening, I'm it would be so, too scared of the I robot so because it knows because a robot would be able to assert its intelligent dominance over any life form, knowing its efficiency or knowing its ability to be more efficient than it is arrogant or corrupted. And it would show up, T pose a tiger and the tiger would be like, fuck, man, I'm out. That's it. The, the, the robot is way better than me. But a human can't do that. <laughs> human T pose a tiger is going to get killed immediately because we're weak. We're garbage. We're imperfect creatures. We are We're not, not good worthy. enough tigers. Nope. Any case, uh, the uh, realistically, the the problem is that you're never going to you you can't fix a lot of problems unless you make the problems profitable to fix. And the and solutions are never profitable. Problems are profitable. It's always more. You always can make more money by breaking things than you can by solving. The things. solution. I think the solution is so that like I, me, you, like. None of us here, and possibly no, none of us listening to this podcast, has any power that is actually relevant. By ourselves, we can't do anything. Like, we can think I all mean, we like. We I don't can think anybody the, has that power, really. Yeah. It, it all, it I, all I, takes collaboration. It's just yeah. a different type But I think of... the, first, the first step towards collaboration 
is rooted in having these discussions and ha having understandings like this. And and I think I think the the I think it is defeatist to think we're never going to be able to do anything. That's like that's not the issue. That the, whether our hope is founded on 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 anything value or uh, on anything like real or on just us being hopeful or not hopeful, that that doesn't really matter. What matters at the end of the day is that we understand the situation and that we talk to other people about the situations that we're in and that other people understand that as well. And maybe they don't think like we do or they have a different perspective because you know that's also the thing. Like we're we're uh, we're talking about this like for an hour or or however long. Uh, and uh, we have barely grazed the surface. We're just sort of goofing around. There's so many other oh. ways of looking at it and, and yeah, having a much deeper understanding of, of the issues that like us together, if we indeed, if we just like try to think about this sort of stuff and talk to each other about this, I think that's the start. Uh, and that has been, it's not the start now. It has been like that for since forever. It's just that, you know, young kids... They they don't have a long a lot of a lot of time on this earth because they are young and uh, so they they need to start somewhere and uh, and that's why you see and that's why you see enthusiasm from kids like in regards to climate change in specific uh, but also other other aspects of life. I think when you tell children like, "Hey, by the way, we kind of like yoloed your fucking planet. We're gonna be dead no, no, soon. So enjoy them. the like results of that." And they're like, "Wait, what? You did what to our fucking tell planet?" Them, like, <laughs> tell them, tell them, don't tell them like that because that's not true. The individ oh, us individually, we didn't well, do it. It's the like you said before that governments no, we, we care it. about profit. I, again, I, apathy. Apathy is way stronger than capitalism. Like apathy it's, can destroy apathy is anything. Apathy grown like a garden. They do it on purpose. The apathy. What do you mean they? Apathy, when you say they, it's like I. The I'm people not, who gain I'm money. I'm not under. I'm not under a gun with the with. No, not there's you no gun to my head telling me to be apathetic. I'm apathetic not, because why give a shit? Not like, you individually, but like the everybody collectively is so, is pushed towards apathy on purpose. I, so I, and again, I don't. I don't get how that's somebody else's because that's fault. profit. That's, that, that is that's that is completely on the person. That's profitable. Because that's profitable. You were saying it before. As long as no, it's profitable, I, it works. And it, it is know, profitable to make people if, apathetic. And my thing is, either you give a shit or you don't. Like, apathy isn't forced on you. No one can force apathy on a person. Like, there's not... It, when I watch that TV, doesn't mean it's that not the it TV going forced. like, don't go outside, don't look out your window, that don't think about... That doesn't mean that it isn't forced, though. If you're, like, it's... Uh, how should I put this? Like... If you are, if you live in a society that speaks English, and uh, and learns about English things and all that, and you speak English, nobody forced you to learn English or speaking. Nobody forces you to speak English because if you want to speak uh, German, you can speak uh, German. If you uh, learn, you know what I mean. I don't so, think that's true, but okay. I'll no, go with, if I'll you want to, if you want to talk, like I live in a society. I started living in a society that speaks Portuguese, and I chose to speak English, but I. Nobody forces me to speak Portuguese, but still, I did it for long, and I do, right? When did you start learning English? Like, 10 years, 20 years ago or something? Maybe? Yeah, 15? I don't... I mean, I wasn't is, even aware what I'm saying that is, there was other languages until, like, <laughs> halfway through middle school? Yeah, I, 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 knew, I knew more. Cause, so, like, I just had no... I had that's no, just, that's I had no the awareness is. that there was like Spanish or other languages because I never that's encountered just how the U.S. <laughs> education system is. School? Yeah, I didn't. I don't. 
keep, There's I don't pay so attention to people. There's so much Spanish in California. I, I <laughs> don't. It, but it wasn't in video games, so I didn't encounter it. When was I going to yeah. encounter Spanish? What I don't go talk mean? to fucking... What I mean is nobody forces you to I to refuse to believe English. you didn't have any anime in your life when you were in middle school. Uh, that's why I learned about English. anime. Oh. <laughs> But I the, learned the, it. I I started watching anime in middle school, but it was in English. And then I realized, like, oh, I want to watch more of it, and I can only find it in Japanese. Like, what the fuck's Japanese? And you listen, to it, you're like, oh, this is in English. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're talking. And then I look it up, and it's like, oh yeah, you can. You want to learn other languages? I was like, no, I want to learn the one that has anime. In it. Let me just finish. <laughs> finish my. <laughs> let me just finish my my point about forcing. Sorry, go, go for it. Because I think it's a good analogy. Nobody forces anybody to speak a language. It's for sure it's tough to learn another language, but you live in a country that speaks a language, you speak that language, that's it. But just I feel because, like that's like, forcing. That's societal pressure. In this, in the individual sense it isn't you can say nobody forces me to speak english uh, and and you can go and learn and you can't but the thing is you can't blame individual choice on the american people speaking majority majoritively english it's not individual choice it's like that thing the system works in a way that people talk to each other they have the same language and uh, economics works on that as well. There's economic systems and capitalism is one of those systems where it's very good to make sure that the people don't think about this sort of stuff, that people are apathetic towards societal change. And and, and it applies to other things as well, not just economic issues, like racial issues as well and justice issues, uh, where uh, apathy is cultivated by, by everybody that wants to get money, because that's how you get money. Because if you have a clientele that is going to complain to you that you have you make your hats in Africa or what or not Africa China or East Asia with with people that throw themselves off windows because they're so freaking uh, overworked or people who don't have to eat and need to eat bats and then you blame the plague on them because they freaking don't have literally anything else to to work with or, or to, I, to to, to eat. I, I mean I I'll be honest I can't really do much about that. That's a you different can't. country. Well, That's I why can? I started off. What can no, I no, do you can't, about you a, a different you country mistreating its yeah, people? Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. That's why I started. Like, we individually don't have power. Individually, we don't. I mean, but I like, can change if, my own country. If I live in change. a country where people work 24 hours a day and jump out windows, I could definitely go and say, hey, this isn't fucking cool. I don't Start think changing you could. the laws. I think you'd be arrested and nobody would hear from you again. I mean, that sounds like an individual <laughs> if, problem. Maybe you should if, not live in a country like that. Maybe if, you should well, overthrow that country. Maybe you should, like... I don't know. It's not you, individual. It's understanding the systems and understanding why people are the way they are. Because if you ask yourself, are people apathetic towards any issue, not, not just climate change, but are people apathetic? I would say yes, as a majority. But then you need to ask, why is that? Why are they apathetic? And it's what I, Keith said, because they're overworked. Uh, it's uh, the part of it is because propaganda, obviously. Part of it is because they just don't see, like I've heard arguments of people being like, if climate change was real, then why are they not doing anything about it? Like the people who, the same people who tell me climate change is real, they're the same people that continue paying, uh, paying, uh, paying the oil companies to continue drilling. Because th that's that's my other point that I sort of lost along the way. You said before that governments care if it's profitable, and I said no, they don't, because they actually don't. It's super like it's not very difficult to find examples of it. And I just don't know any right now but it's every once in a while i'll see somebody talk about how ridiculous it is that certain industries are completely subsidized by the government and uh the, just and the oil industry is definitely one of those uh especially in the united states maybe not so much in other countries and here in portugal I mean, it is also very subsidized by the government 
Um, we, but, we destabilize an entire region of the planet yeah, so that we can have more oil and make more yeah, money. You I, have I would, an entire army just for the oil industry. Yeah, <laughs> not and I just, would say that's probably because it's profitable. And I'd probably it's say not, it's, it's profitable what our governments for the, care about. It's profitable for, not, not for the government, it's profitable for the individuals responsible for and our, the government. Our government literally said, go and die for the economy. I think they do whatever is profitable. I don't, but I don't not think for any. the government. I think it's like, it's like running a company. And no, those were, those were government people. No, 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 what I mean is like, the government isn't the people in the government. The government is just the entity, it's just sort of like the representative. What? What, I mean, what I mean to say is that if you say... If you say the government cares about what's profitable, you can't be talking about the embezzlement and about the per personal investments of the people in the government. You need to, if you say the, cover, the government cares about what's profitable, you need to think about it as a, like the government as an entity as a whole detached from the people, right? I think that, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't work people, otherwise. People who make decisions for the government care solely about the profitability of other companies because they they have investments in those yes. companies. And the government isn't a entity. It is not its own conscious thinking individual. It is no, a culmination of hundreds yeah. of very selfish capitalists. Yeah. So I don't, again, I, the government only cares about what's profitable because it's run by people the who only care people. about what's profitable. But, but what's profitable to whom? To the, business, to the politicians with exactly. vested interest inside of other companies. And exactly. so you cannot change that. So uh, don't say that was profitable in, in stop there because it's important to say who actually gets the profit because if you just say the like cuz I think that's the, the a lot of people assume that the the governments do care about getting money and making money and not running a deficit and not having debt and all that sort of stuff I mean, and that's not the case. having a country means you have an economy and if you have no economy you no, have but no economy country. is the economy happens as a consequence of how you run the government not not as a not not as the, the what comes before, you know what I mean. Like uh, if your government runs a, a a deficit, it doesn't mean that the economy is going to be bad. In fact, it very likely means that the economy is going to be good because the economy is not a hundred percent, or rather, the economy and the government are sort of two different things because the government's a little bit attached. So if the government basically loans money to the economy, you can look at it a little bit like that in, under certain circumstances. You could say that if the government runs a deficit, the economy has more money and it does better. You know what I mean? I uh, no, I'm not too sure about that. I, Basically, I think mm. I think a government should always be much like taxes should be even. Like you, you, you should not be in a deficit, but you should definitely not be like running in the profits either. Uh, yeah, your your government sh like the point of taxes is to facilitate the upkeep of a government, and. You can but, have but like what, a couple of, you know, you can have some money as like a rainy day fund, but not like, like the U.S. has trillions in like yeah, a rainy day but all, fund. But all we also governments have, like have trillions, double trillion trillions deficit. But, yeah, and all like, governments have a lot of deficit and a lot yeah, of debt. But that's just that's because that's how the economy works. Because if you don't have the investment from the government, a lot of industries and, just don't exist and don't. And it seems like, like a lot of policies are done on the basis of not creating more deficit. And well, that's but that's because of other things. That's other aspects. That's usually because, like, they want to well, get social security. They want to get the 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 the, um, the public investment to make sure that the private companies get their get more money. So my like thing the, is the reason I say that the reason I say that apathy is an individual problem is because the only way to change a system is by people doing something about it. 
not by the system. The system will not fix itself. The gov- the U.S. government will not, for example, will not make itself less corrupt. That's not yeah. in its nature. There's no reason. There's no purpose to do that. Now, people can do that, which is like what we did in a previous election. We voted a not corrupt person to uh, sit in one small part of the government. But there are hundreds of other positions in the government still filled with corrupt people that are Mm -hmm. not being taken out. And thus the corruption will continue to keep going until people stop being apathetic and remove those people that are in. I think there's another step before the apathy goes away. What, education? Yeah. In a a, a single word, yeah. Education takes time. And time is something that we clearly do not have given how close we were to running out of it. What I'm and saying is you could, re- like, you could reshape your perspective of it into saying, instead of saying before, like, nothing is going to change unless people stop being apathetic. You could change it into, because I think it's more productive to change it into a, into a perspective saying nothing is going to change until people are not aware of how this works. I don't buy the fact that people can't be aware. We live in the most interconnected time of all human history. You can find information instantly from anywhere but that, there that's is true. no reason to but not be informed except by apathy but that's i think that's that's what that's you know that's why it's powerful to say that people need to be aware because then we have power and certainly no, we have I, a podcast it, but it's, we, it's each one of us to just say people are lazy pieces of shit and they need to get up and stop being lazy pieces of shit you like, don't i <laughs> you're uh, i'm saying is you're jumping the gun don't give am them I? time yeah, no, I'm not going to give them time. You, you've had time. I've watched you have time, and no one's taken the time. Like, I've sat here I'm, and watched like, if you it have, as people... If you have individual examples, I mean, I can't argue against... Uh, I, have, I have family. Yeah, I'm I sure you have... A, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm saying, family. I have... What I, I'm I've, saying is... Like, I've seen a state. I've lived in this there's state, individual it's examples. failing to do anything. There's a lot of people who are never going to change, and that's just how it is. What it I'm saying could, is there's a lot of people... It definitely not be that way. Well, but that, but you're. I think our time is better spent on the people who can change, and, it, and sometimes we don't know. Sometimes, like, because the thing is, the first step is really talking about this sort of stuff. Because only, like, I said this in like two weeks ago. Well, yeah. Sometimes you just need to leave a seed of a thought, and people will get there. That's why I mean by, by like, apathy is is also ignoring things. Like you can just not give a shit. You can not care. Uh, and if you if you try talking with somebody and they go like, oh, I don't care about that. That's that's apathy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and that's what I mean is like, so if you want but, to educate someone first, they have to be, they have to want to be educated. Sometimes you, cannot, you just need a seed. Sometimes you just need to and say, say a thought or say your opinions, point something how, out. How many times do you do that until you give up on that person being a, a contributing member of society? I mean, like, I, I don't, I've I don't had, know. I have had 30 years with my family and I cannot convince them, uh, no matter how many seeds no matter how many explanations, no matter how many times I've just literally point blank done the conspiracy theory pat on the wall. Like, you fucking morons can see you're losing money every year by the decisions you make, but you continue to make them. Why do you do that? And they go, well, the other guys, the other guys, what? You will not show me anything. You just say that. You do not want to learn. You do not want to get better. You just want to feel like you're winning. That's it. There's a a, a weird sense of like, emotions tied to decisions and that is a stupid fucking ignorant way to live your life 
I don't care about how you feel. How you feel is almost highly irrelevant to any decision made in the entirety of history. What matters is what is better for everyone involved. What matters is what makes a better world. What matters is what progresses things. But like, do you think you think a lot of people you think people don't like if I, you put it I don't like want that people working at service level jobs. I don't want to see someone behind the counter of a fucking McDonald's. I don't want you there. You're wasted. What a fucking absolute disgusting waste of human life. I like, don't think that's a good attitude to have. Because no, if they that, if they're okay with that job, then why are they wasting their life? Because they don't have any other options. I mean I've met people that true. worked at Walgreens since they were like 20. And I asked them, why are you here? You're like 80 years old. What the fuck did you just waste no, no, your life my question, for? And my they question go like, well, I didn't have anything the, else I was good at. Probably because you didn't have time is, to find something else you were good at. What if they're okay with that job, though? What? What I mean is, like, if you, if you see somebody who works their life, in, their entire life away in a factory mm-hmm. and, goes to, and goes home every day and just that's their life. If they're mm-hmm. happy with that, why is that a wasted life? I... I'm asking you, like, it's not, it's not a rhetorical question. Why, I'm trying to understand why you, why you said what you said. Because there are a multitude of things that people could be doing with their time that they may just not be aware they are good at doing. But working at a factory is not what they're good at doing, no matter, no matter if they like it or not. But the, it is not something yeah, that they they're like good it, at. But they like it. Do you know what I mean? I don't care if they like it. it, it, it it's, it's not useful. <laughs> but they're, they care. I don't. I don't care what they care about. I care about what is useful for the 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 entirety, but, the whole of the, the the race, not the individual. The individual is nothing. They're mean. They're minuscule. They're they are something that can be replaced instantly. They're they're not. They're not relevant here. Their feelings. I are, think. I think you're not putting your words into in, into context of your own. It's lived so, uh, reality. I think because the thing you're saying that, but people that could be said about pe- literally anybody. So people can have a so. The world can be a more enjoyable and pleasant place the less selfish people are. If what so for example, uh a person who likes to go to a factory every day and work at a factory is baffling and confusing. But you can take that ridiculously stupid emotion and convert it into creating robots that do that job that you enjoy doing you can teach them how to do that job because you are good or you enjoy doing it and you can show them how to do that job and that is the way that you can take a worthless emotion and turn it into something productive the thing is you're you're that's a different that's a fundamental different job like that's not what they like doing if they make chairs or if they make tables so if they like making tables, they can explain why they like they making tables to someone they don't who like will then automate robots. that job for them. They don't like making robots. Or they don't like they don't like teaching. Because the thing what they I'm saying like, is well, they don't have to like teaching. They just if they like doing their job, they just need to show somebody who's going to make a robot to replace them how to do that job efficiently because they like it so much. They can show them all the ins and outs, right? And then once they're done, you can get rid of them. And now you replace them with a robot and you're what then, are you, where is the thing is what you're I think what you're saying can be applied to anybody. Literally any job. Yes. Any any acti- it's not even any any job, it's any activity. No, not any activity. Okay, give me an example. Uh I mean most crea- from- most creative things are hard to automate because they well, that doesn't mean they can't be automated. Uh and that doesn't mean they're not profitable to it, somebody else and you're not just a cognitive machine. It's just that there isn't much incentive 
there's not really much reason to because you can't get you won't get what you want out of automating create uh, creative ventures which but are the you ulti- not sorry go ahead no i was gonna say uh because a lot of uh a lot of the thing is that people people are more drawn to when it comes to creative stuff people are more drawn to things that are uh that uh sorry it w- with creative stuff it's it, there's not like a there's not a mathematical equation to create uh yeah. Uh, it's successful or inspiring piece of art like what I, it's, I it's something just, that uh, just happens yeah Whereas, i was just saying uh, that the argument itself can be used but there's other caveats yeah but, but like well, creating a but, chair a hamburger uh creating but aren't life, you all of even these as things a creator like easy the thing I, well it's not easy it's very difficult what? there's some th- yeah there's a lot of jobs that are very difficult then it, and it, at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because the people are good at it they have an easy time with it whatever the job is even if it's difficult for I mean, somebody else, and, it's easy. And again, for... that's fine. You can have fine. You can have a person sitting in a factory but and I've, working until yeah, they die. Think, but like, what I think you're hanging on on or hang, hanging on to is that um, the, the, that that person is a cog in a machine that they're disposable, and the people yeah. up, up top don't care about them. But that's, I think that happens to everybody. It, it, yeah, it can if you work at a job that is just a cog in a machine. Which is yeah, why I would to, rather just replace the cog with an actual machine. <laughs> it, but it happens to us as well, who are on YouTube. Sure. Yeah, sure. It, but, I, it, it could happen. Yeah, bots, yeah. bots can make videos for children, and children or, watch it more than the content made by it, actual humans. But even if it isn't about a bot, it's, it's just that we are cogs in a machine. But that doesn't mean that our, that our cog is not worth enjoying, because it is our enjoyment. It is, and especially if it's something... Sure. If but it's something not, that brings... I don't, I don't care. I, I only care about what makes things go forward, what progresses. But that's like, very li- high level, though. You can I, you can never you can never it? discard. Yeah, you can never like the thing. Imagine we lived all sort of like. Imagine how humans were two thousand years ago, mm-hmm. uh, living in small villages and maybe isolated families and all that sort of stuff. And very there were a lot of people. Boring life. Yes. Well, but it wasn't boring. Because it, 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 it wasn't boring. Why would it be boring? You didn't. Didn't you have art just the same way? Didn't you have family yeah, but you and didn't friends? Have access to seeing hundreds and millions and trillions of it every day. But that's you a value no, that you. That's you a had, value that you have that isn't even shared by everybody today, let alone back then. Seems incredibly boring. You just get. You just do the. <laughs> I'm same not saying thing that you don't day? find it boring. Like, I'm just saying that the people the, the, didn't necessarily find it boring. Like there's there's bored people at any moment in time. And it, it doesn't have to do with technology. It has to do with just yeah, but the, like their lives. So art, the only art you would see in a small village is like the art in your small village, unless you leave your small village to go to a different village to go look at their art. Which, yeah. if you did so, you're putting yourself at risk because there's you know like someone could rob you on the way. There's somebody who could well, yeah, you could die life, of disease, so and you're not going to get boring. a doctor in so time. So many possibilities. Yeah, it's what a <laughs> shitty life. I want to live that right now. I could sit on this computer while we're talking, recording a podcast I'm not saying, that will be sent to people. I can look up hundreds of different art. I'm not saying you want to live there. I'm saying the people who lived back then are. Uh, I have the same attitude towards their daily life as any person who lives right now has the same attitude towards their daily life. Because sorry what matters to us, sorry, I'm sorry for their loss. Well, but that happens to anybody. Like, uh, okay. imagine, uh, like, imagine any uh, somebody who just doesn't care about this sort of, uh, this sort of uh, conversation. For us, it's enjoyable, 
But some people are just, they would check out. If you would talk yeah. to them about this, they, they they check out. But maybe if you just give them, if you, hey, do you want to make a puzzle? And they, they, they make a puzzle with you for, for the whole afternoon. Or maybe they want to, uh, I don't know, sing or paint or ride a motorbike, a motorcycle. Like, there's so many different... Uh, what I'm trying to say is that being passionate about something shouldn't blind you to the passion of others. And... And it's very easy for for us to be passionate about how amazing it is to discover human intellect throughout our throughout history. Uh, me as a, having a background in history, I certainly feel that, and that's part of why I went into history. But uh, it's very easy for us to to, to have, be marvelled at finding a human intellect in that's in art, that's in in other opinions, that's in discussions, all that. But there's also a lot of passion for just do, I don't know ma making a nice a nice chair or playing the guitar or acting and and or just or singing very well or having kids or ha having a garden there's there's or riding a ride, driving a car you know there's people okay. ha have such different priorities that I don't think it's it's uh, so so what if we were in a place where you could just do that what if you could just do the thing that you wanted to do, that you enjoy doing? You know, obviously within the like constraint, uh, the constraints of like not impeding other people's enjoyment. But like, if you enjoy making a chair, what if you could live in a in a society where you could just make a fucking chair all day, every day, yeah. nine to five, make a chair? Like yeah. you could just do that. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that's called. Yeah, that that the system doesn't allow for that though. I mean, for well, maybe, yeah, maybe making you need the to stop caring allows. about other people's individual and get to a point where everything is at a point uh, where we progress too far enough of a level where people can just nah. do whatever the hell they want all day, every day, and it doesn't impact or change the world. Like you need to get to a point where the world is so self-sustainable <laughs> that people can just be selfish and do their little thing and be apathetic and enjoy their stupid garbage I, chair making, and it doesn't impede. We it have a lot to like, work before we even start going there. I, I agree. It's which what is I said. First step what I said is before. to we stop, first, stop listening we need, to people having we need feelings to, about stuff and move towards a future. We need to have. Like, we need to stop have stopping. Uh, stop people killing each other. We need to stop sure. people gaining money from people killing each other. But why do people do that? Because of the money. Because okay. of the profit. It's the reason why the police money hunts down and mental illness and uh, you know unemployment and societal pressures and a lot of this stuff that could be just replaced by not obligating people to work in shitty jobs every fucking day to make ends meet so they can survive in what amounts to like the shittiest fucking roguelike game in, I've ever seen in, in why, reality. Ask why they are obligated to work in those conditions because of profit. So They're, so then again, just stop stop caring about that. And how only... do you stop? You, the problem isn't the people who work uh, that that uh, care about profit. It's the people who employ them that care about profit. This is why I, what I've been saying so, all along. So stop, it's not about the the ones below. It's the ones on top. They're again, the ones that and, make the decisions. And the ones up profit. top aren't there. Are, are only there because the ones below put nah. them there. Nah, they're they're there because they know how to exploit the system. They know how to make profit. Or they locked into that as well. I'm pretty well. sure the There's... person who's the mayor in my town was voted in to be the fucking mayor in my town. But that's and he not makes the more one money on top, than though. I do, even though I'm living in an apartment that costs owners, way too much. The owners like, of the banks, the owners of the companies, they're the ones on top. They're the ones making the money. And who who allows them to be in that position? 
The people that have been elected would, into their 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 positions. The people who are elected into their positions are paid by them. You know that, right? They're just yes, called campaign and, contributions and other things and lobbying and you in can, general. And if you it's didn't not have about apathy, you would see that because you could look up how much candidates are are generating in, in uh, campaign finances. And you can go, hey, this one's only generated from grassroots efforts. This one hasn't. I'll vote for the one with grassroots efforts. Well, sometimes it's not can... about apathy, though. It's about because the, some people will see uh, adverts on television or on Facebook about how those people are pe- demonic pedophiles. And that's the worst. That's the most you're <laughs> going to do in, in researching. You're just going to go like, well, well, the TV told me. But you, like, you can't just go for you can't say that it's apathy because it isn't. It's it's. No, talking about this sort of Sorry, stuff. Sorry, that's ignorance. That's just that, plain yeah. moronic ignorance. And you're, again, just as worthless as somebody who's apathetic. Like, <laughs> Well, you're, you're you contributing to... to the system. So you're absolutely, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's so, worse than, <laughs> it's worse so than you, apathy. So change. If you want, if again, if you want things to change, you have to do it. You, you can't like, you can't just sit there and go like, well, someone else will take care of it. No, they won't. They literally will not because you have to do it. It, it always has to be you like that's the thing and if you're if you want to put if you want to go like well that's too much work or i don't have time to do that or blah blah blah. those are just excuses to be apathetic or those are excuses to be ignorant like i i and again you're welcome to i don't care what you do but your value is less like because you do that and like when bad things happen to you i care less and less about the bad things happening to you because of your apathy like i and i Again, I put in the effort, so I don't have to care about those who don't, because bring, I put in that effort. Let's bring the example back back to climate change. What power do people have? Voting in politicians who will enact policy that will punish those who do or who who cause higher rates of carbon carbon uh, pollution. Yeah. So why don't you uh, vote a bunch of people in who are going to bring a Green New Deal, bring a whole bunch of jobs into different where, sectors where, for renewable where were energy? Those people? Where were those people in the ballot? They were there. They were absolutely they were? there. They were? Yes. No, they weren't. They uh, lost, yes. Many Excuse of them you. lost yes, their they were Because a lot of them just got reelected. Oh, you think they're going to bring the Green New Deal? Okay. Well, I guess well, they're the ones who are voting yes to it. The ones who are voting no to it are the ones who some of them oh, got no, reelected. Yeah, I'm not saying... Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know of of course some of them are absolutely opposed to it. What but I'm saying people, is, if you think the 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 Democratic Party is going to bring the new the Green New Deal, I I I don't know. I don't I just, I don't I don't think I didn't say happen. that. I said there are candidates who are, are progressively yeah. bringing the who are progressive and their beliefs on the Green New Deal. That's it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what party lines you want. Again, a party a party line, Republican or Democrat, doesn't fucking mean anything. It's like a football team. It's just it, it's it's meaningless. All that matters is the policy that they enable. If if a Republican came out and said, "I want to do the Green New Deal," uh, great, I would vote for that. I don't I don't care what party he's aligned with. I care about his policy. If he goes, "I want to do Green New Deal," but I also want to make it so that like Fortune 500 companies can exploit workers, well then shit, no man, that's bad policy. I'm not going to vote for you. I'm going to ask the other candidate, "Hey, do you support the Green New Deal and not exploiting workers?" And if they go, "No," it's like, "Well shit, I guess I don't support either of these candidates. Got to find a different candidate." And I, what if you're not even in the US? Cuz that's the thing, especially in if, climate change. If you're not in the, the US, vast majority you've, of- you've probably got a country with your own set of problems that you need to deal with. If, yeah, like, but the the if, U.S. If controls so much of the world economy, and it's like it's also the biggest polluter. Then start electing people who are going to kick out uh, <laughs> United States from 
having bases in that's their country true. because that's how we uh, exert dominance. We the are just is, exerting pressure in other countries by having military bases there. So kick us out. Other countries have they fucking just boot us out, and then what do we do? We just go home. We're, we are we are a dog with no bite. Unless you have oil, we won't fucking do anything to you. We're we're mostly just gonna sit back and go like, well, that's I mean, they're not, not gonna quite stop true. us. That's not quite true. Uh, Republica Dominicana didn't have oil, and you still overthrew the the government because they were going to be communists. And no, well, was okay, it you can't. I mean, not not the fifties. We're not talking about the fifties. You can't looking at the <laughs> like that was a different time. Right now, right now, absolutely, right now. If anybody that's not uh, in the Middle East, any country that is not in the Middle East, kicks us out, we won't do anything. Right now, to you. we will not inter- do anything to you. We will just look thing. at you um, very upset and go, "Oh, the damn! I can't believe Brazil kicked us out." Urgh, but we're not going to invade Brazil. Like, no, we're just going to like thing, walk away. It's it's really interesting to think that I, right now in the world of today, a a, a country going full on communist would be zero threat to the United States, which it wasn't back in the fifties. China is still a communist. Country. It's not communist. It's, cap- it's, it's state capitalism. Their name it, is literally communist. The, the the North Korea says the People's Republic of Democratic Republic. Yes, or something. they are also communist, they're, and they're we not don't democratic, like them, but we don't stop them because they're we not don't communist. Care. They're state capitalists. They're they're driven by profit, just like Russia anybody. also wasn't communist. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so and we st- and we stopped them. Why? Because they wanted the oil we wanted in the Middle East. Yeah, but the they also yeah. had nukes, and we didn't like that because we were the only ones that should have had nukes. We didn't want them, and they had a bunch of uranium in Russia, and we wanted that uranium. Like again, America is selfish in their goals. They don't care about a lot of stuff. They, but people let them get away with it because people are like, "Oh fuck, it's America." Just, just squirt the do- squirt the uh, country with a water bottle. We'll go away. We're we're not very we're not very stern. Like we're a country that falls under I'm pressure. Not sure. I'm not sure that's that's the case. Like have, you're still in. Have Afghanistan. you seen Vietnam? Vietnam was like a perfect you, example. Twenty. How long was the war? Like twenty years? No, I don't think Vietnam was twenty years. I think I thought it was like a lot. I don't even know what the war is called. Uh, fifty-five to seventy-five. So I guess, I guess it was twenty, yeah, years, 20 right. years. Yeah, twenty years. I mean, <laughs> I don't think water water bottle squirting is a, a good. Well, okay, and again, that's a. a... <laughs> it's very long time ago for sure, but like, but it, no one else, no the one same else... people, the same people, and the same methods that but made no, Vietnam. No one else the... did anything about it. What do you mean, no one else? It was like there were manifestations in the U.S. and throughout the world against the war. Oh, sure, but no one stopped us. No one what, walked what, up and said, how, "Like, hey, get the fuck out of here!" Or how else, how could you like, stop it, though? Uh, I don't know. You have what? Oh, oh you have like y- U.K., France, Germany, Japan, uh, China. No, no, uh, but no, no. You're talking you about people. Korea, how could the, the people have, stop? How could people elect the, politicians? that are going to have stern pub- or relations in foreign policy and do things that prevent, like, America from just showing up at someone's front door and starting a, a, an ancient long war. Like, Let's you, can, think of you a- can do that. You know what? You know how you stop that? It's called embargo or trade, yeah, trade let's think disputes. Of a, let's like, think of a... Um- uh, so an example where example. that works. What does the United States produce that the rest of the world needs? Uh, IT... Um, 
No, no, we don't make. So we develop phones, but we don't make them here. China makes those phones. Well, that but that's the thing. It's not China. So we don't make. Who, we don't who, make anything here that the world needs. If you guys made, you, if you guys put a trade embargo where everybody else has to charge us like fifty hundred dollars extra to trade with us, we'd be fucked. We'd be super fucked. We'd be so beyond fucked. We'd be fucked beyond fucked. Like just, and you could do that. The UN, UN in China could just be like, yeah, no, fuck you. We're not going to trade you within you anymore. And we'd be screwed. We'd be like, well, we got agriculture. Yeah, good, good luck, everyone. We've got oil and and cows. <laughs> like, we're not going to get technology anymore. We're not going to get, like, we would have a hard time restructuring our entire economy around rebuilding yeah. factories in this country. But, but and you're we'd forgetting struggle with getting like rubber and minerals and iron. Like we'd get, we would have such a fucking hard time. You're this forgetting the. You're forgetting the 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 problem though. Profit. Who but, has the money in the United States, and where would that money go? Again, that that that's not. But again, that's in the United States. It. No, rich I'm people, saying rich like, people aren't it, allegiant to the country. They'll leave yeah, exactly. a country that's not profitable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So other countries could be like, "Yeah, come on over here, rich people. We'll we, we won't we're not so embargoing." What, so what happens when you embargo the United States in a situation in a, in a catastrophic world-ending uh, situation like that? What would be the result? The com- the uh, companies you would, would probably just, move. just you'd probably cripple the American uh, economy. The American people. Yeah, but not the companies. So You'd make us suffer you wouldn't solve for anything. the crimes that we've made other people suffer for. You wouldn't for like, solve anything, though. Or you would. You wouldn't, because the people, the American people are not the ones responsible. It's the ones in charge. And the ones in charge would get scot-free. We, we elect scot-free. those people. The American no, people the, actively the elected Donald matter. Trump as a president. We we gave that to you on the, purpose. The politicians we did that. don't matter. Like, okay, I, I, think, I think we're really just repeating in loops at this point, like several we? times. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. The, the point I'm making is that like it's uh, every individual, every individual is important to every decision. You like when you if you're in a dem, if you're in a democratic country where you can vote on things because I know there there are some of you who can't. If you can vote like Americans can, then it it is absolutely the individual's decision on who gets into positions of power and who stays in those positions of power you can go to your family and friends and teach them about voting differently you can also vote differently on yourself or you can just bring a fucking guillotine to their front yard and go if you come out of this fucking house to vote on a bad thing i'll cut your fucking head off like there are millions of ways you can go through uh dealing with different choices to prevent people in power from not doing bad decisions uh, I, but it's easier to not do anything and go, oh, man, it's the people above just running those pa- the puppet strings. Can't do anything about the Soros, big old government things, whatever, con- conspiracy bullshit. And then you just like let this happen continually. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, why don't you do, like, why do we have gerrymandering in a country where we could just elect people to get rid of it? Because no one, I no, will, no one does that. I will, uh, I will just like to raise the counterpoint of apartheid in uh, South Africa lasted from nineteen, uh, I believe, sixty eight to nineteen ninety two. I think it was. That was like half a, uh, not half a cent, thirty more thirty five years, and it was a much more, a mu- well, as horrible as it was. Obviously, it was a much more localized, um thing and it was m- much less impactful in the whole world and the whole world stood together or not the whole world but many people around the world stood together and to boycott south africa 
and uh, to make change happen. I remember I was a kid, but I remember my dad talking about it because it was big news right around. I was six or five or at the time. Um, but it, yeah, it worked. And uh, Portugal had a similar situation with uh, Timor in 2004 or 2003 because uh, Indonesia was basically uh, genociding the, the Timorese people. Uh, and they were an ex-colony of Portugal. And uh, it was like a lot of pressure from here in, Port uh, in Portugal, but also from uh, from people in the East, in, in East Asia. Um, and like things can change. But you're, you're painting a rosy, uh, such a rosy picture that I think ignores precedent. You know what I mean? I, I'm looking at it very negatively. I, I'm not, I don't believe that things will change. I don't, I do not believe people will make change happen. People are too worthless to do that. I just believe that people have the power to make it change. If people want change to happen, they have all the power to do it, but they, but they won't. And that's why things are as bad as they are. I don't believe that no one has more power over other people than, than other people. Like, yeah, like everyone's just human and and you can, and humans are not uh, invincible. So it, it just requires co co like, if you, if you don't yeah. like something, you collaborate with other people who don't like something and overthrow that problem. And yeah. if, if you can't, then you just get more people and you keep getting more people. And eventually you have more people than the people that are in power. And then you just overthrow them, which is how almost every revolution happens. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my, that I think that was my point. Yeah, and so I, I mean, I agree, but my, my stance is people will make that happen. We're just having different perspectives, yeah. Yeah, I don't believe it will ever happen, and you believe that it's, it's possible. But I think, so. I think a decent number of these debates that happen towards the end of the episodes, are you guys agreeing on things, but then, like, <laughs> arguing about the semantics of how to phrase it or how to look at it or something? Uh, it's more I of, I uh, kind we're, of we're disagreeing on policy. We're disagreeing the on the way. At some point. We're losing, we're disagreeing on the way to go about the change uh usually i i often don't yeah. i don't like I, I again i i agree that change can happen and i agree that change is something that uh needs to happen but i don't believe that it can happen because the people won't do it for some of these i'm like oh, okay they're having this conversation i, I get where this yeah. is going they'll tucker themselves out and then like 90 <laughs> minutes pass i'm like oh fuck what have i done <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I just but that's sat the thing, here waiting. I, I'm like, no, they're never gonna. We should have. They're, they're never gonna run out of energy. They have infinite energy. We should have talked about YouTube. You guys have this like fucking the most clean burning coal engine of all time, and it just keeps getting shoveled. And I'm like, oh fuck, this could go on for five hours. I genuinely thought like I could have just left and cooked dinner, and come back and <laughs> eaten it, and I would have finished before you guys ever ran out of energy to keep going. Possibly. But uh, we need our, your counterpoint, Keith, to uh, paint. I didn't the... really have any strong counterpoint or, or like uh, a side to take here. I Especially just since I could kind of day... tell that you guys were basically agreeing anyway, but having really fine yeah. d disagreements about really almost difficult to express nuances about what was even the difference. And some yeah. of it's uh, <laughs> some of it as I'm, I'm just I'm just too used to Andrew. All I, Which all sounds I know mean, is but that... like I just I've just known Andrew for so long, and I know the conversation patterns, and yeah. so there's specific <laughs> avenues that I know not to encourage because it'll be like okay, yeah, I I, I know where that'll go, and it'll go for a long, long time. 
Uh, it would it would just be so much but easier. You're, but you're if... new. <laughs> I'm new. I don't know you, the traps. You're young. And you the, haven't and the been worn down. <laughs> so you're like, oh yeah, I'll debate Andrew about the state of the world for like two hours. Look, like, oh no. All that matters is. Like, I always remember everyone... the time that we we watched Tokyo Godfathers, <laughs> and then Joe Joe and I ended up arguing with a- Andrew about whether or not existence is real or something for like two hours. It felt like and. No, no matter how backed into a corner Andrew got, it was just an infinite conversation, and there were, I, were, we kn- were never going to go anywhere, and we were definitely starting to just loop at some point. And I'm like, oh no! Can I know what, what, uh, what uh, Andrew took? What side Andrew took in in that existence is real argument? Oh, he, I mean, eventually he started saying sentences like, "I can't know if I know anything," <laughs> things like that. And I'm like, "Okay, I, well, I because it, it was I to the this, point I where, like, this entire yeah, conversation, if, I want yeah. out." The <laughs> okay, idea is if, yeah, if the if the idea is if existence doesn't exist, then how the fuck would I know existence doesn't exist because I exist in existence? So therefore, <laughs> I perceive so existence to exist. word soupy and infuriating. Like, that, like, yeah, I, that's, I regret and, ever engaging with this. Like, Why have I done which this? Is, there's like stuff I just don't think about because it's not worth the time. I would just get we into, should, you know, it's like it's like Pinky in the Brain style where like Andrew. Pinky just says a stupid shit. Like if I if I was an ostrich, how would I use the bathroom? Would I bend my legs front or backwards? And Andrew, like, one of these what the days, what kind of should... question is that? Like, who gives a shit? Just move on Andrew, with life. Like, one of these <laughs> days, you and me should do a a, a solo podcast. I say solo, That's... but you know, without Keith because he's gonna just boil. If we talk about this, we should talk. We should talk about this. If you guys All want I to have care a second about, weekly podcast on your own, be my guest. I, my only fucking yeah, thing is, you've I just, got the time. Just, if you, if you, ha- if you can, just elect people to make MySpace again. That's all I fucking care about. Just make another MySpace. God damn. Like, I just hate how social media looks. Make it beautiful again. Fuck, man. HTML it's is not so beautiful. It's like HTML has expanded so much in like five years, and no one has really. done anything with. Yes, it had bullshit. You can embed <laughs> videos now inside we, of HTML. That's a you whole, could always do that. Could you, no, no. You I've been doing that, do that for fifteen years. No, you could not. You had to use JavaScript prior. Do not lie. You could no not JavaScript embed, is HTML. No, what? No, JavaScript is its own language outside of HTML, and you had to use JavaScript. You had to use a JavaScript plugin to add video to HTML. Now, HTML5 or HTML6 has native video. HTML5 already had that. Yeah, but HTML5, again, is only five years old. MySpace was like 10 years old. It's called HTML5. This is this is this is too technical, but it isn't. It's it's no, older. H- HTML5 H- is like from the nineteen. Next year, does the, it become no. HTML6? <laughs> no, HTML5 no, is I don't not even, from the nineteen nineties. No, no, I'm sorry. It's from two thousand and seven or something like that. Uh, uh, the initial release is two thousand fourteen, no, but was, the video it, is from from two thousand and nine or something like that. Because there's parts but, of it that come out. But in any case, the the world did not support HTML5 natively. Not all browsers supported yeah, HTML5 that's true. natively. That's the biggest and problem. Now that we have way better HTML, we need a way better version of MySpace that supports HTML in the same way. Because I want to be able to have an entire fucking profile page with nothing but Nickelback videos. Go and <laughs> look at this graph. My browser like, kept it. asking me permission to disable uh, Flash. And then one time I finally accidentally clicked on yes. And now, now, I can, now Flash is disabled on every website. Like, gee, this is so fucking annoying. I, had to I Google haven't used Flash I, I need in to forever. Google if it can be turned back on or anything. Yeah, you can go inside of, uh, you can go to your. 
browser you think settings. you could just fucking click on a giant empty flash window and be like, yo, browser, I want it. Load it, asshole. But it's like, no, I gotta yeah, like, in a, I gotta go back in, end and fix something. No, if you go yeah. on a web page that has flash and it's not loading, at the address bar on the far left of the ad, or not far left, but right to the left of the address bar, there's like a little lock symbol. If you click that, it gives you ah. the option for site permissions. And in that site permissions, you can say, oh, I want to allow Adobe Flash. Um, that's Pro how tip you can do that. I people think who made they, it three they, hours into this podcast. <laughs> I think they stopped using that. Uh, I haven't used Flash. Like, uh, Vivaldi doesn't support Flash. Uh, so I haven't used Flash since I switched to Vivaldi. A lot of websites have stopped supporting Flash because it's you know, a risky platform. Because it's discontinued, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is that I, I think it's atrocious that we're not allowed to express ourselves freely on social media websites except via pictures, which are the worst way to do any expression. And GIFs. GIFs are also the worst way to express anything. <laughs> Just I like GIFs. Because the so a lot of the best memes are always when, like, my favorite on Twitter is when someone's like, oh, I can't figure out how to fit these two into my profile header. And they, they then they make a tweet like, oh, I figured it out. And you have to go to their profile to figure out how they changed their header. And then that's that's great. It's personable. You go there and you're like, oh, man. And if it's funny enough, you would click follow. And it encourages people to go and view people's profiles. And that's what you should be doing all along because social media isn't about a senseless void. It's about the connections of those people in the senseless void. And you should be going to people's profiles and connecting with them there and seeing their updates personally like you would check the news. But you don't. You look at an endless feed and it's uh, it's inhuman and devoid of feeling and emotion. And I hate it. And I miss MySpace. I just want to go back to the days. How the hell do we wind up like this? Exactly. I think that's a good uh, point to end the callback to the same Nickelback podcast. song, but it was the theme of the episode. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, send your questions into Dialogue Choices Podcast or uh, Dialogue. Fuck. That's not how it is. Uh, Let me open it. Dialogue choices. Yeah, it's, it's dialogue choices podcast at gmail.com. I had to remember if there if it was questions or not, but it's dialogue dialogue choices podcast and sending questions and I can use them to bat them away when they start going on a 90 minute debate. <laughs> That'll so be you think. I'll, I'll, Send your debate questions to <laughs> I might try to moderate more more proactively in the future. I don't know. We'll see how people like this episode. Well, I guess I like the part where said... they argued about the state of the world for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's relatable because I'm in the state of the world for a oh, long no. time. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.